0: 13 NFL season. This is the Dream Preview with the wise guy roundtable to my left, the Vig, Matty Holt, Steve Fezik, the only two-time Super Contest champion. I'm RJ Bell. All right, three and two back on track, and apparently we're six and a half games back, but the guy in first is up two games on anyone else. So we are four and a half games, Steve, from second place. So let's just say this. We've got a chance. We got 5 weeks. We just got to make up one game a week. I tell you, we just got to pick good picks. Good picks. Speaking of that, I made a pretty bold decision here is Fez came in and said, uh, "I'm going to rank my picks 1 through 5." Uh number 1, Saints. Number 2, Steelers. Say, like, "Who you getting paid for that?" Like you look at the screen and you're like, "Well, that one's 14." The market or, – or our number is, what, six?
1: That's the pig. <laughs> hey, I took a couple that were actually not so good on the market this week.
0: So. No, no, no. I don't think there was anything wrong. I'm just saying it seems – and I emailed back. I said, don't you think there's a risk here of the game's not going? And your response was, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I, I gave I, – I assessed the 90% for the game so going. wrong. And, and I was wrong because – Well, I guess you weren't wrong. Well, but as, as, if they it, – it, it's pretty – if you say something's ninety percent likely to happen, it hey, doesn't hey, happen. Hey,
0: that's not good. If you run five thirty-eight, no matter what you say, it's it was. Hey, I said a half a percent chance. Hmm. It, it, half a percent's happened, buddy. You didn't know about that. All right. So, I do think that part of us surging a little bit with just a three and two was we didn't have that Pittsburgh game, which was an auto loss because it wasn't played by Tuesday. Yes. All right, well, we're doing something a little fun and a little different here. Because Fez has been a little weirdly, um, what's the right word for it? Un- unbearable? You've been. It seems like you've got a huge ego all of a sudden, Stephen. I don't know why. why. You feeling a little, is it one of those examples where you're overcompensating for insecurity? Wh- what's been the cause lately of you, you know, just seeming chirpier, more of your ch- chest puffed
1: out? I've been winning on my, with their service plays. So.
0: Oh, so that, that, that makes you unbearable. Yes. So the, the, the listeners and the customers win. I have to suffer.
1: Yes, but so, you profit from it.
0: <coughs> well, yeah, but I tell you, there's an, at some point you've got enough money. You just need peace uh. of mind. I'm just saying myself. But here's the thing. We're going to do something fun. We're going to go five picks each like we normally do, but we're doing a confidence game. Five, then four. All right, follow me here. Three, then two, then one. Kind of like this. Ten, nine, but eight, eight, seven, six, from five, here.
1: four, three, two, one.
0: You got that, Steve? I got it. And then the whoever scores the most points, so if you your five pick is worth five points, et cetera, we're all putting 300 in the pot, winner takes 600 out. And if it was a tie... I think most wins. Okay. Because I think if if you get lucky on your five, I, I think most wins if there's a tie. Sure. What do you think? Okay. And then if there's a tie there, you go from the biggest pick down. So five, four, yeah. I guess in theory there could be like a... It's
2: not going to be that many different scenarios with only five
0: picks. I just like to get things straight. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let Mr. Integrity, this is the guy that used to book out every on the back of the sheet. You probably were the guy thinking, <laughs> you know what could happen here? You know, by the way, as we get started, Showtime! Woo! so how are most books handling like the Steelers game was supposed to be Thursday, then got delayed, got delayed again, and then, you know, whatever, multiple times, typically in Nevada and just across the country, what are books doing with those games? Guys?
2: Check your books rules because they vary greatly. So take one of the standards that tends to set a lot of these rules. Westgate, they allow, because of COVID and their flexibility, they allow if the game is played within the same region, within eight days, you have action. Some other bigger books in town say if the game isn't played on the scheduled date, it's a refund. You need to check the rules.
0: But generally, all places, if there's a change of venue. or or Change Change
2: of venue is always going to. I don't know of any change of venues that don't offer refunds.
0: Offer refunds or mandate,
2: mandate refunds?
1: Mandate refunds,
0: yeah. Any thoughts, Faz? Any way to exploit this?
1: I think the Westgate, I know previously there could be a change in venue and you still had action that happened with the wildfires. Well, they call us the same California. region. Yeah. Oh, the
0: same region, okay. Which makes sense, right? If you mm, go yeah. from the Temple University to Veterans Stadium. Yeah, if
2: Pittsburgh know. had to play at University of yeah. Pittsburgh, yeah, it's okay. That but you're sense. not going to go to Baltimore, then it's no
1: longer action. I
0: right, Fezzy Wazzy. Your five confident, which is effectively your best bet.
1: Yes. Chargers are my best bet this week, hosting the genius and the Patriots. I'm uh, you know, coincidentally, I'm on the genius. You know, this is this is very rare, RJ. <laughs>
2: Just keep hitting it
1: every five <laughs> seconds. The reason for my handicap, but I know that you hate it when I go in like micro and I'm watching the game and I see like one play happen. I there, wish I was on there. anytime he starts with I was were watching the game. <laughs> I have the conch, sir. Sorry. I have the conch. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The uh, there were five plays I is- isolated in that game that all went New England's way and that weren't great coaching decisions. They were just so lucky. So you're judging
0: Belichick's coaching decisions? No, it, I love. After 25 I love his coaching years decisions, on five but,
1: plays, but so often I'm like, well, you know, New England made a really good coaching call, play call, or decision, and they won because of that. A close game. That wasn't the case here against Arizona. What happen- hey, here's what
0: I'm confused about. Let's skip the chase. What you're saying is because of that you think the score was a little deceiving. Very what deceiving. Do you- oh, come on.
1: What do you think? What do you? Oh, all right. You say very. G- give me the most impactful of those plays. End of the first half. Arizona has the ball on the one yard line. Gets no points. Third and fourth and goal. They went for it. Yeah.
0: That's the whole expect. So you're saying. The odds when they went for it on fourth were about 50-50, right? Yeah, but they got so, two,
1: two two kicks so can. So it was a seventy-five-25. Seventy-five percent chance to get seven points, they get they bagel, they get okay. nine. All
0: right, so that's a pretty modest difference. Five okay. and a half points. So, well, so no, no no, it's not five five and a half points. Three we're, quarters times seven. Three quarters times They get two seven. chances
1: to score from the one.
0: But w- what I'm saying is is well let's think about that a second. So seventy five percent of seven, so it'd be two out of eight. And you're saying, how, you're saying well, uh, as usual, you're... Rounded, rounded you know, to your- what, 5.2, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. So assume they win by four. Go ahead. Okay. And again, who knows
1: how they play differently at the end? But At the end of the game, both teams had so long... We, so
0: we've already jumped to the end of the
1: game. Go ahead. At the end of the game, both teams had long field goal attempts. Arizona missed a 45 yarder Mm -hmm. New England had a longer one a 50 yarder New England made their 50 yarder
0: okay but you realize both of those can't matter at once yeah three points no no I'm saying both of those can't matter at once meaning the first one if they had scored the touchdown there wouldn't have been that field goal right so in a way you're saying it took that for them to win the game but even if either would have happened Arizona probably wins by one score So how much would that have changed perception?
1: It's a good point that you say that because of the past, now maybe these plays don't occur. Or I'm saying
0: that that, that specifically those plays dictate both seem to have dictated
1: who won the game. But once it wouldn't have been an extended lead, it wouldn't have been like Arizona wins by 10. No, Arizona would have been up three, and then New England would have had the ball. So maybe they should have they both made it and gotten to overtime. So
0: here's the question. What should the line be? Let's say Arizona wins the game what's the line in this
1: game doesn't affect it more than a half a point i think if arizona if new england loses by seven mm-hmm. i think the chargers come the favorite okay by yeah. one so I think, mo- I think more if we look at the, oh geez, no if we How look more? at more they were two and a half point line favorite on the look ahead mm-hmm. and now, i know the chargers did not play well against buffalo i think was,
0: i think it's there's more to say than that right yeah is i think this was the tipping point of chargers people or everyone saying time to fire this guy
1: yeah i think anthony lynn is not going to be long for the chargers and I how does he
0: do under pressure anthony lynn
1: he doesn't do well under pressure, so this not is under the pressure. Highest... what do you mean <laughs> i mean he does what... worse under
0: pressure because he's actually a pretty good coach other than these end game situations yeah. that's what
1: people say yeah, yeah. that's that's fair so how's, how's anthony
0: lynn do under pressure poorly is this the highest pressure week he's ever had yes case closed matt what you got oh no no, in this game
2: yeah this game started to you know i kind of fell for the chargers thing last week but what's starting to worry me is that they're number three in the nfl in yards per game almost 400 yards a game like 398 and a half yards a game or something but they're like number 17 in points per game so all this up and down the field that they're doing is Uh, uh, inefficiency correct and for that reason, I'm nervous about the Chargers. They almost made my fifth pick, and then they didn't. But just because they're so inefficient, and um, in terms of yardage translating
0: into points, a couple things from me, Fez. you're not gonna like this. One, we've got some research on Balachek versus first-year and second-year
3: quarterbacks. McKenzie, do you want to present? Sure. Proceed. So, if you look at him first. Versus- First-year quarterbacks and second-year quarterbacks combined, he's 65% against the spread. So he actually does similarly as well against nine-year veterans or older. So really old quarterbacks he excels, really young quarterbacks they're, lim- he excels.
0: they're both limited, some of body, right. some of mind.
3: Right, and he's much closer to 50-50, still better than 50-50 because he's Belichick when he's facing like a three-, four-, five-year veteran.
0: So in that middle, t- the whole middle tier is, what's his ATS? One second. So the theory is, and this is what we always say about Belichick. If you've got a weakness, he's going to exploit it. Right? If you're in the league third year, fourth year, you've got experience and you've stood the test of time, survivor by, you've, you've survived, you're good, and Belichick's fine against you. You get old, you're limbering around, or not so limber, limping around, he'll take advantage.
3: 53% against that middle tier.
0: So think about that. As much as we think we love Belichick, in that middle tier, he's a little better than a coin flip. It's on the edges, Steve, where you p- reside. What do you think? You, don't, you cannot like that.
1: I can't like that.
0: You were unaware of it, though. I'm were unaware of it. You in a vacuum of ignorance.
1: And I've been impressed with Herbert and what he's done. I think
0: Herbert is maybe the guy. You know, that's an interesting question, Maddie. If you could have and put Kyler Murray in the mix, any quarterback drafted in the last two years. So Kyler Murray's class. Herbert. You want Herbert. Yeah. Wow. So
2: big, so athletic. I mean, before going into last season, and we all know Joe Burrows had that amazing season at LSU, but he wasn't even projected. I mean, he was fourth, fifth round. Yeah, at best. Um, I mean, the number one consensus, the number one and number two clear consensus picks going into the year were Tua and, and Herbert. They were supposed to be one and two in the draft. Herberts had that pedigree for three years. Everyone, all they talked about was wait till Justin Herbert gets to enter the draft.
0: Four year starter, really? Uh,
2: uh, Well, the first year he backed up Mariota. Is that right? Yeah, I think
0: think Mariota or
2: somebody else. If it wasn't Mariota, it was someone else.
0: Uh, Just, just curiosity. What was his freshman numbers? Go ahead. It's no big deal. Yeah. But
2: I just feel like that guy has the, everything you want in a quarterback. Size, athleticism, vision, ability to make all the throws. I mean, uh, you know, look, there's some intangibles that come with coaching and having the right system and everything, but we're talking blank slate. We don't know who we have as a head coach. We don't know you know what the weather is going to be in the specific region we play in.
1: Let's just draft a quarterback blanket. I'm taking Herbert. Same question. You know, I was saying Murray before this week. Mm-hmm. And now that Murray oh, all of a sudden has a shoulder injury... Hey, when you're frail when you're small and frail yeah. what do you
0: think happens
1: so i mean maybe that clears up and and he's not going to be injury prone at all but the fact just that one injury were you
0: saying joe burrow too amongst the rookies
1: oh uh, well joe burrow's injury was so devastating i mean it wasn't just an acl i mean i've got to i got to downgrade him big time going forward in terms of is he ever going to return to being fully 100%
0: yeah I, I didn't play this this was actually audio of steve when cuz you had a bad against burrow i think this is audio
1: I was—I
0: mean, I get you had a bet on it, but— And a lifetime Bengals fan at that. I know, but you had, you know, you had a dime on it. (laughs) (laughs) All that goes out the window. So your your point is Murray's injuries now are a sign of things to come potentially.
1: Potentially, yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, Herbert, listen, I've been listening to a lot of pro football focus stuff. And those guys there's some guys that are really good really sharp and they got what I don't have I'm not a film guy I'm not and they they grade every freaking play they said Herbert has surprised them more than any quarterback has in five-plus years meaning what they thought Mm. he'd be a typical lumbering big guy with all Then why would
2: he be projected as a first or second pick if people thought he was gonna be a lumbering
0: well I mean look at look who do they pick first and second typically they pick guys with all the tools, yeah. But oftentimes there's something missing because when those when they have the tools, yeah. Mitchell Trubisky was a number, was they were a two, yeah. Yeah, and he was big. And-
2: same thing, big athletic. I mean, you could
0: even say Wentz now. I mean, in general. The difference between all those
2: guys, though, is that Herbert actually started several years at a major power five contender and but proved he, it. He, uh, but, he,
0: but did he prove it? Won a Pac-12 actually, 12 championship. Yeah, well, that has to mean something. Yeah, but, it, I mean, but now we're back to the idea of, oh, how good is the Florida State quarterbacks back with Bobby ba- you know, Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, in general, that if you go, and again, I know you're uh, you do a lot of college and and I'm not saying I'm some expert at this, but I would say in the draft, he was like the guy that all those smart people said you shouldn't pick. It was like, oh, you're picking him because of the measurables. Feds, wouldn't you say that's what was the the perception was? Herbert had all the measurables, but something was missing, and someone was going to get sucked in by the measurables.
1: Yeah, and I think there was a concern that he didn't really improve at Oregon, right? I mean, he was he was very good, and then it seemed like, if anything, he was um, he, he he certainly didn't get better throughout his collegiate career.
0: Because if you think
1: about well, it,
2: his last year he
0: won a Pac-12 championship.
1: Well, the team did.
0: Oregon was really good. Well, I, you know, to some degree, this is. I guess subjective, as in I could show you articles where someone said they're skeptical of Herbert. You could find me ones where people were high on Sure. I, my impression certainly was that, but... In a way, it almost is like this: How does Tua get picked before him? Yeah. If there wasn't real, qu- I mean, but it always was assumed Tua was going to be an take- injured Tua. Yeah. So I think to some degree that speaks to the war. If he, hit, if I her- think
2: you're right. There was definitely some concerns about his ability to translate his game to the NFL effectively.
0: And I'd make the case he's translated it better than. I mean, who's the last quarterback this good mid first year? Good question. Because Mahomes didn't play. Yeah, that's yeah? right. Right. Kyler Murray was good, but he wasn't this good. Right? I mean,
1: Burrow, you can Andrew make the Luck. Case. You have to go that far back? Andrew Luck was really good his yeah. first year. But didn't I mean, get any
0: better after. He might have got worse. <laughs> but that's a great if if this is the best first year or or rookie since Andrew Luck, that's a hell of a statement. That's right. No doubt. That said, he's still a first year starter. But he this is like you know, on this SOV show, Maddie was live. we were all laughing. Somehow, Fazig hustled McKenzie out of a hundred bucks, and every, he's like, "He's got to learn. He's got to learn, right, Steve?" Yeah,
1: that's what I said. <laughs>
0: he's got to learn. <laughs> Belichick's going to teach a little lesson to your boy Herbert. You want to back? You want to? No, you know we got a three hundred dollar cross bet too on top of it. So so we're good. You good with that? We're good with it. You want to go a little more? No, we're good. So do you? Would you pull this back now if you had a chance? No, no, I'm. It's good. So you want to bet against Belichick in a 65% ATS spot? Yes. All right. There's additional reasons. That's just the starting point. Here's something I've seen. When there's a good coach against a bad coach, it's when the bad coaches get exposed the most. Think, when was the last time that the Chargers didn't play so well, Steve? Can you think of it? Maybe the Miami Dolphins?
2: Last week against Buffalo,
0: yeah, that's but, a
2: good coach, McDermott. Yeah, you're
0: right about yeah. that.
2: Yeah, that's and a good
0: point. By the way, who, what pedigree does the Dolphins coach have,
1: Flores? Yeah, and served under Belichick, of course.
0: Hmm, you think Belichick might have picked a few things up there? I'm not saying that Flores is giving it to him, but mm. he knows why Flores is doing whatever mm. he's doing. Mm. You don't think he's gonna have a couple of bait and switch like picks? Oh, oh, look, you saw this against my guy, or against Flores. Now you're gonna that's
1: see a, the same. That's an excellent point.
0: I know. But right? the Chargers play played all right against Gruden. But he's a good, I mean, Gruden's a good offensive coach, right? Defense not as much, and he's certainly not Belichick, right? No. And, I, and I do think there's something to this idea of the week after you play Belichick, it's tr- especially if you're a quirky kind of, like, I think Arizona this week, one of the reasons to fade them is because he, they just played Belichick. Whatever way to defense Murray, someone's got, you know, Belichick's going to add to that knowledge, I think. All right, so, but somehow after all that, you're sitting saying that's your favorite pick of the week.
1: Yes. No one believes you right now. I'm trusting my power ratings, and I, you know what? When you have the better team at home at Pick'Em, that is awfully uh, difficult to pass on. That doesn't happen very often.
0: Hey, I think I heard something like that when the Titanic was going down. (laughs) I mean, I saw it in the movie. Pick number two, but this is the five confidence, the best bet, Matty Holt.
2: I'm going with the L.A. Rams, and, you know, we talked about Lamar Jackson and how he's been exposed. Teams know how to prepare for Baltimore better, and when they force him to do things he's uncomfortable doing, the team's not as, as successful. Same thing with Kyler Murray here. And, look, this isn't my stat, so I don't want to take credit for it. It's been widely put on on most of the places, but in the first seven games of the season, opponents only blitzed 17% of the time against the Arizona Cardinals in the last four games where Arizona's gone 1-1, three and Murray has struggled mightily opponents have blitzed 40% of the time against Murray. That is seems to be the recipe. I feel like, the blueprint is out there on how to stop Murray, how to stop this Arizona Cardinals offense. I like the Rams off a loss. I think McVay's done a great job of of getting this team up off a loss. Their defense is as good, if not the best in the NFL. I love the way Aaron Donald's playing. I think he might be the MVP of the league this year. He's been amazing. I'm going to go ahead and lay three with the LA Rams.
0: So, uh, we say a lot of words on this pod, and I'm always careful that I don't want there to be a misimpression. When you say MVP of the league, you think he might win it? Or do you think that legitimately he's the most valuable? I think what? he's
2: legitimately the most valuable. Obviously, as a defensive player, he's a very, very long, long shot. Yeah, yeah. But
0: don't get me wrong.
2: If, if the Rams go on a run and they win the NFC West, he's going to be in the top five vote-getters.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the most valuable because quarter good quarterback like Mahomes, Mahomes is, is worth, gonna win yeah yeah but he's worth eight points nine points you don't think Donald's worth that No, no, no. so I'm just saying in a way most valuable is almost it seems like tantamount to how many points are you worth right but
2: per game on a yeah. per game basis but I actually feel like if they didn't have Aaron Donald this team would just be so drastically different and it
0: makes you wonder when we count Donald as a point and a half right he's one of the, yep. the only defensive guy on your list right only friend? one Maybe we're underselling him. Maybe. He has been so good. Because that, the theory is every other game, it's going to be one field goal. It, I, it does feel like sometimes we undervalue the very best. I think that the 100th player, Fez, that you tend to think is worth a half a point, I don't think so. Because guys step up and it's like you haven't heard yeah. of But I think with the, the true game changers, they the, the non-quarterbacks, I think, might be worth a little more than we think.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point, especially – after they've proven it, right, during the course of the year. When the year starts, there's always a question mark in terms of, is a player going to continue to play at that high elite level? But then when he proves it, yeah, it's probably a little bit light.
0: What do you got in this game, Fess?
1: All right, I've got pluses and minuses. I made the case for how unbelievably unlucky Arizona got against New England, and there were other things that went wrong in that game. They should have won that game against New England, but I can't back Arizona, so I'm passing this game. And the reason is Kyler Murray's health. That offense is so good when he's willing to. So t- you completely negate the fact that the
2: 40% blitz the last four games and them going one and three against it as oh that doesn't matter. It's
0: just his health. Yes, because what well, I well s- we don't know if it's just I, I don't his know, health, but those in a way his health it, contributes to yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, we, and we don't in a way if you like the Rams here, it doesn't matter as long as it. Persist. As it's effective, yeah. Yeah, as long as yeah and
1: even like I, I got a quote here, per Roto-World versus New England, Murray was checking down more than usual and was much less likely to tuck and run. That's what I saw as well. So the experts are agreeing with me there. And if he's only going to carry the ball... Which all, hurts him on the blitz because then normal on a blitz, he could roll out
2: and have a run-pass option, but if he doesn't want to tuck, run, now his options are limited.
1: Yes, and even when he did run, he was looking to get down and not get hit at all. And so if he's not willing to run as much, and when he runs, he's not willing to extend the plays all of a sudden that's such a big part of this Arizona offense I cannot trust Arizona so because of that I'm passing the game
0: this would be my sixth or seventh pick uh, Rams um, couple things I've, I've, I've been doing a good bit of work with the expected points and what I'm going to do is uh, talk about expected points. now just I'll say this once I take out after 90% on the win expectation because I consider that junk time and um, uh, let me think. I did one other tweak here. Mackenzie, that, is that the only tweak we were working on? Because I, I thought there was one more qualifier I needed to say. Oh, those are. oh, no adjustment for strength of schedule. That's it. I've been thinking about doing strength of schedule adjustment with expected points, which they don't. But I haven't figured out exactly a trustworthy way to do that yet. Probably next week. Okay. So, Rams, this is interesting. Football Outsiders has them sixth best team, expected points fifth. So, this is a top team, no doubt. This surprised me. Best rushing offense in the NFL by football outsiders. Number one, Rams, right? Hmm. That's what you're seeing.
1: Second.
0: I, I double checked it and it was like.
1: I, <laughs> I, I just have their uh, offense and defense, oh, no not worries. the rush.
0: No, I, so you made a face like I thought. No, you no, were no. Um, and then you look at their D, and this is against the pass and the rush, football outsiders and expected points. Four and two against the pass, seven and four against the rush. So this team, not only. Is, it's rare defenses that are good at both, right? So, like the Steelers, yep. as much as they're great on defense, Steelers are, are – and they're right there. They're like six and a half against – four to six and a half against the run. But Rams are right there. I would say in the last month or so, Rams have had the best defense yep. in football. Yep. They're right there. Um, I think post-Belichick, it hurts Arizona. And I think if Murray is hurt, let's be candid, he's not a great passer at this point. If he is not running as much. And Fez, you're saying it wasn't these pointless spots. These were high-leverage spots he was making business decisions.
1: Yeah, so midfield, late third quarter, they need the first down. It's a real close game against New England, and he just goes down. And the announcer even goes, wow, he could have picked that up. Uh, I haven't seen that before from him. So, concerning. Uh, and,
0: and these announcers don't talk like that. Last thing for me, line recap. So, look ahead was Pick'Em. It has drifted. Uh, that's interesting. Look ahead was Pick'Em on, on this game. You think? Oh, uh, I, I show Rams minus... One and a half, I bet you show. That's yeah. the close. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. You
0: know, whatever so. scribbles you put when you randomly look at it, maybe you should use our sheet. What do you think? Yeah, there you go. But uh, <laughs> let me think. Uh, let me see. I bet you think that... Nine and a half was the look ahead against Jacksonville, Minnesota. I put nine. See, it's just random. Sometimes no, you get the I, open. I,
1: I checked no, no, it. No, I'm saying it. What do you mean you checked I, it? I checked it before. I, I went down the second column. Oh. I don't yeah, know how what, I missed that And
0: one. what does the second column say in the Rams game? Rams? Zero. Pick them. <laughs> you just said it was one and a half. Hmm. He, he transcription had. problem. <laughs> User error. <laughs> do you see why, like, yeah. All the little data entry you do has no purpose to it. Yeah. No worries. I'm here for you, buddy. We figured out Fez is, when he's on national radio correcting me, he's right 20% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, a, that was a generous percentage, wasn't it? It's a rounded it, round it up, yeah. <laughs> so, Maddie, do you are you concerned that we, I mean, I don't remember us going over this game at Pigham last week. Isn't it
2: interesting that the Rams lost last week, and uh-huh. yet despite a loss, that line went up three points?
0: Yeah, but under that theory, that whenever we rationalize, we're getting value because of that. The other side saying, "Yeah, but why?" Is I that understand line
2: that it's not the value side here. And, you know, if you're just going, "What's the value side compared to what the number was?" But I think there's been two seasons for Arizona. There was the Arizona season where no one was blitzing him, and now there's the Arizona season where Kyler Murray isn't 100 percent and teams are blitzing him 40 percent of the time, and they're one in three in that season.
0: Mm. I also think that. Sometimes things happen that everyone catches on to, and even though the line moves, it still doesn't move enough. Yeah. And last thing I'll say is I believe young coaches do better against young coaches. They might not be running the same system, but McVay runs a spread principles. So does Kingsbury, and I don't think he's going to be as fooled as a lot of the older coaches seem to be with his spread offense. So I'm optimistic about the Rams. And if, I, if not for no Hail the Mary, they'd be 0-4 that last four.
1: You mentioned how well the Rams are running the ball. Cam Akers, they've got like a three-headed monster, now two-headed, running the ball. Cam Akers has really come Why on. Why is it two-headed? It's yeah, still he Henderson, had, Henderson he had Akers. Had Henderson Akers, but Akers looked really, really good last week. Best, best he's looked all year. All right.
0: Closing thoughts on this game. My best bet is Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. Plus five and a half. Now, this is old. Now, Fez is extra old school this week. This is old school handicapping. But you know what? I'm fine with that. Tennessee, a little overvalued. Why? Because they've had two impressive wins against a Baltimore team. And you got to wonder, Baltimore doesn't look so good. They haven't looked good for quite a while. It's a nice win, but that game could have went either way. Could have went either way. And then against the Colts. And remember now Buckner out for the Colts last week, loud King Henry, as he's called at this point, a lot of free run in there. And I think it, you know, moderates how much. And plus there was a sense that when the Colts won on Thursday night, that they were so dominant, that was two muff punts or whatever, however you want to describe it. That was a, would have been a closer game. So this wasn't as much of a surprise, as much of a reversal as you might think. Um, with the Browns, I think with Baker Mayfield, there's a simple question: Is he going to be put? Is there, is there going to be pressure? Does he have to play fast? Mike Lombardi talks about the concept of playing fast. Some guys think fast, some don't. And I'll give you an example. Fez is a really fast thinker. You ever see him? You know, ESPN actually sent a film crew out years ago with uh, Michelle um, Steele. Very nice lady. I used to work, you know, do stuff with her at CNBC, ESPN. They were filming fast. It was like Mozart, you know, on the. And he's like Nanya. Yep, that's about right. Mozart, is he? He was on the apps, just going crazy. And me, I'm a fast thinker, but I'm not. I'm not like a card counter, right? Hopefully, I'm a little bit of a deeper thinker. But it's a trade-off. Or maybe it's not. Some people, I guess. I don't know if you can be both, actually. They say people play speed chess. It hurts their ultimate chess game. They say ruined by speed chess some. Uh, maybe that's how you—what happened to how, you, how,
1: how, how did you know that? That's absolutely correct. Yes. How do I know that? I'm very well-read, Steve. I don't think as fast as you, maybe. Well, but g- explain how it happens. Yeah, my buddy Jim Jordan, who's a chess master, said, ah, oh, Fez hasn't become a master because he just plays too much speed chess. And so what happens is you you train— your, your brain doesn't learn the to shortcut, think deep. You don't – you can't – You don't. yeah, shortcuts. You think three moves deep. That's all you can go in speed chess instead of six or seven moves deep like in a three-hour game.
0: If, <coughs> excuse me. Kasparov, uh, there was an Indian player who was maybe one of the most talented players ever, he, but he was like number two. Anand or something? A-N- Anand, yeah. Is that how you say it? And this is back in the 90s. And Kasparov in one of the books by the guy who wrote Searching for Bobby Fischer – uh, I guess Josh Wayskin's dad, wrote a book, and they were over in Russia together when Kasparov was playing somebody or whatever, and he says, "Speed." he goes, because a non... And it's not even speech chess. because he's so quick. Like, he, he would have time. Time he had an hour on his clock, and the guy he was playing, who was a grandmaster, would have five minutes left. He could just make the move so quick. He goes, he never has to think deep, and when he does against me, it's going to be a problem. I think it's an issue. So the hitman's on this game. Well, let's get let's get the little local thoughts, Maddie. What do you think of this pick? My
2: I leaned Cleveland pretty heavily at first, and then I, my the problem for me is the narrative. And sometimes when the narrative and the facts don't add up, then it it makes me not like a team. And the narrative has been. Cleveland's defense is playing really well. Their, their defense is so good, and, and Baker Mayfield's inconsistent and unreliable, and you don't know what you're going to get from their offense. But I looked at their defensive stats, and they are average. They're, they're very much average defensive team here. And that makes me wonder. I don't like the fact that the narrative and the facts aren't really lining up. This isn't really a good defensive team in the Cleveland Browns. It's a very average defensive team. And Tennessee puts points on the board against average defensive teams. You can make a case. A.J. Brown has mm. suddenly vaulted himself in, into this, you know, second, third, fourth best wide receiver in the league conversation. Add in the fact that Derrick Henry, like he did last week, can go off on any single week. Uh, this ha- That ended up being a
1: pass for me just because the narrative didn't fit the facts. What you got, facts. You mentioned injuries. Uh, DeForest Buckner going out really hurt the defense. But he was out.
0: He didn't go out. in the
1: Yes. Game. Um, two guys that were also out on the O-line. The center went down for Tennessee during the game. And Costanza, the left tackle, went out during the game. And before that. Well, Costanza, that was the backup? He's the starting left tackle.
0: I mean, but what I'm saying is that. What was it? Do uh, it center- or, uh, uh t- find the left tackle that was hurt from the Titans, McKenzie?
3: It, it was Costanzo. It was the one Arjun mentioned. Laywin no, no, or mentioned.
2: Lewin? Yeah,
3: Lewin. Who? He's been hurt for a while. That's for But they paid him. They
2: paid him as much as any left tackle. But no, no, that's Tennessee. I'm,
0: I'm talking about Indy. I'm talking oh. about Indy. Why are you Andy. talking
1: about Indy when, when we're Be- – Because Indy lost to Tennessee. He's making an excuse why oh. Tennessee beat him. Because Indy put up 14 points, was moving the ball well, then they lost those two Do you have linemen. a pick in
0: this game? Yes. What's your pick? I
1: agree with you. I like Cleveland.
0: Okay. I think so.
1: Tennessee is—I think their defense is Why not, are you going
0: roundabout
1: Okay, Tennessee's defense is overrated, and the reason Tennessee's defense started stopping Indianapolis is Indianapolis lost two of their better linemen in the first half last week.
2: <sighs> but Costanzo was out for weeks, came back, and got hurt.
1: Yes. Yeah. You're confusing. And with them, the first two drives, they put up touchdowns. Then he got hurt. See, here's the thing, though. Why do you act like the, whoever won the last game is the only
0: thing that matters? Like, if, if we had, like, some aggregation of handicappers, we'd have you on, hey, is there any misperception from the last game? Well, Tennessee's defense has been bad
1: all year long. No, but you're not talking about that. Yeah, you're talking about the left tackle for the Colts. Well, I'm saying the reason that their defense, in my opinion, looked good in the second half last week is because of all but the time. But how interest much is this
0: line being affected by how the defense looked in the second half? That's what I'm saying. A quarter point? Well, we saw a two-point line move. Well, let, let's talk about that, Steve. You you have the line moves.
1: What what was it? So the look ahead line was three and a half, and now the line's five and a half to six.
0: Well, first of all, we're playing a five and a half. So I mean, what I'm saying is we're using the Super Contest sure. lines. I know you always want to act like it's higher. Speaking mm-hmm. of higher, the hit man, not high like stoned. <laughs> are you experienced? But rather, <laughs> that's a great song. You ever hear that by Hendrix? Mm-hmm. You know what we're gonna do? Who we're, hasn't heard that? Listen. It's 2020, dude. That was yeah. like 60. We're old. Yeah. Years. That was like 50. What, what's that been? 20 and another 30. That's been 50 freaking years ago.
2: I am not 50 yet, by the way.
0: Yeah. All right, all but, what but what I'm but so. what I'm saying is what I'm saying what I'm saying is like think about. So you graduated high school in what year?
2: Ooh, really? Are we gonna give that? back? All, right.
0: kind of all right. Let's say uh, we'll say um, 95 and be generous. So yeah. Okay. No, all right. So, 50 years before that
2: is actually when I graduated high school,
0: WW2 was just ending 50 years ago. So, imagine when you were in high school, you're some grandpa talking about WW2. How, how yeah. seriously did you take that? Not very well. That's what Hendrix is today. Yeah, it's true. Let's listen to the hitman. He's got you know, I think he might agree with me on this one.
3: Best bet Browns plus six against the Titans. Baker Mayfield
1: has an 11-7 straight-up record against teams that do not rank in the top third in the league in pressure rate. The Titans rank 31st and Mayfield this year against teams' bottom five in pressure rate has averaged 9.7 yards per attempt in three games. We know Cleveland can run the ball on just about anyone, and now we likely get to see a productive day from their passing game as well. Despite an 8-3 straight-up record, last week was the first time this entire season the Titans won by more than one score. The Browns have defensive injuries, but let's not forget that the Titans have their own injury problems at offensive line, as well as every single level of their defense. I make this game Titans minus three and a half, giving us clear value on Cleveland. Best bet, Browns plus the six. All
0: right, Hitman agreeing with me. Much better against teams that don't pressure the quarterback. As we were saying, Titans 31 in pressure rate. Offensive line injuries for the Titans. As I was talking, I thought we were talking about the team we were talking about. And Tennessee rarely gets margin won only two by more than seven points the entire season. And I do think it's key with Baker. Baker's stats, when he's not playing teams with great pressure-creating skills and outside of garbage time, once he gets beat. Here's the thing about Baker. He's a game manager, right? Mm-hmm. So the theory is it's a nice, tight game. We win. Cover, a minimum. Okay, but here's the thing. When does Baker throw more? When they're losing. And when do they lose? They've been in every game except even the game they lost against the Raiders was a tight game and the win. P-
1: Pittsburgh? No, Baltimore to start the season.
0: Baltimore and Pittsburgh were two blowouts, right? Yeah. So they only lost three games. The other game was obviously the Raiders, which was a tight game. So he threw a ton against the Steelers and was just running for his life. ton against the Ravens, running for his life. You take out that garbage time, Baker's one of the top five statistical quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't think he's one of the five best, but he, McKenzie, do that. Pull out the tens and that's it. And see where Baker is by expected points. One
3: second.
0: All right. Any closing thoughts in this game?
3: Nope.
1: Just that uh, in the Jacksonville game, Cleveland won the stats by over 100 yards, and they're up eight, there's three minutes to play, and they're in the red zone. So a little misleading that they only beat Jacksonville by two. A lot of things went wrong late but in the end That's game.
0: part of what's given us the value here, though, right? Because this line was the open, opener was three and a half, the look-ahead opener, and now we're, like you said, at five and a half or six. And also the Westgate having five and a half in this game is them queuing us. They think this goes down.
3: Right. You got it, McKenzie? Yeah, Matefield number 10 by EPA and CPOE composite. Okay, and that's if you take out the 10%. Yeah. Take out 15 for a second because
0: he was number one at that a couple weeks ago. That actually doesn't bode so well. Or uh, I'm Yeah, he was number one ahead of Mahomes. I
3: mean, think of this number offense four. the last four games. Number four if you do the 15%.
0: So, if you take out the 15%, so 85 to 15 out, or well, from 15 to 85 is in, 85 plus is out, 15 less is out, meaning your chance to win the game. Fourth best quarterback. Go
2: ahead. I just, I mean, what is up with their offense? They scored six, 10, 22, and I mean, of course, 27
1: against the Jags, but Three that's bad still weather low. games. Really bad weather. Well, yeah, remember, weather. Yeah, remember I weather.
0: was like, I mean, those totals crashed. Yeah. All right. Now, best bets are done. It's our f- number four pick Fez right, or, or, or our four confidence level
1: all right we're gonna take the Denver Broncos plus 14 oh against the goodness. Kansas City Chiefs I really like this no play. this if it was 1998 I'd like no to... it's 2020 and it's still a really good play if've Hendrick, if had Hendrick's song, was on the charts, maybe. Hey, the Chiefs have shown they can be complacent, and they're a team that can be flat. We saw it against the Chargers. We saw it against Carolina. Well, I can make the case if there's one team that I'm confident, overconfident, that all I have to do is show up and I'm going to win. It's Kansas City against Denver. You look at the last three times they played, 43-16,
0: 30-6. Wait, hold on a second, hold on a second the fact that they've dominated this team is actually makes you want to bet against the dominant team. Yes. Well, you and Matt, you, you guys could get, I mean, Matt usually doesn't do this stuff, but now if the line moves against us, that's a sign we're on the right side. But that means Steam Chasers must be doing well. And you're saying, hey, this team's been dominant, so you assume the public's going to look in and figure that out and say, oh, we're going to bet the hell out of KC and make it kind of premium on him. Oh, by the way, the KC team themselves are going to take it not as seriously, right? Yes. So, because- Mike, so Michael Spinks against Tyson, part two. You're on Spinks.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that would be the be. Uh, but
0: wouldn't he, wouldn't that analysis apply? Well,
1: Tyson here's here's why it? I don't think it applies as much. Two of these three blowouts were in the snow. Now I don't oh, know. God. I don't know. I if, thought it was
0: harder to score in
1: the snow. I don't know if Locke can't play in the snow or if he can't play against kansas city but the fact that both of these disastrous games he played were in the snow against kansas well, he's City. Well, he's a
0: denver quarterback i hope he's okay with the snow yeah but maybe he's not gonna ever play in the snow well, again. well those
1: those were the two horrible games he played and they were in the snow so that i think that had a big part to do with why denver was so inept in those last two kansas city games
0: Mackenzie, do you know how to search pro football reference for the temperature
3: I haven't
0: done that before, no. Yeah, you go you can figure it out. Go in there and give me, let me see, Fez. We'll go forty-five and below to represent lock in bad weather. Well, it was snow and so why don't we go, we Where is go- it
2: above 45
0: In, in it the ab- winter. Well, he he says when it's six or seventy, it's good. I don't is it when it's seventy, is it hot or cold? I can't figure Each week it, it changes. It depends on the humidity. Yeah, exactly. All right, what do you got, Maddie?
2: So Denver is my number, my two confidence. So rather than going around to my two yeah, yeah, yeah. and redoing it, but my thought was a little different than Fez's on this game, and <laughs> and my thought was just that uh, the summer line was eleven, the look ahead was thirteen, so we're getting extra value. But what did Denver but isn't really? Is
0: that a sign that the the, the the other side's the right side? Well, I thought that look Denver, they
2: didn't look bad last week because the you know this yeah. was. I mean, they had no quarterbacks. They literally had to pull a wide receiver off their practice court. But that's not the case this week. Locke and the rest of the quarterbacks are all back healthy. So there's no quarterback issue in this game. And I thought it was a bit of a look-ahead spot for Kansas City having to go on the road to Denver. Because after this game, they go on the road to Miami and on the road to New Orleans Saints. So three straight road games for Kansas City. This is the first of it. They could
1: certainly be looking. So they were
0: just in Tampa, right?
1: Yes. So think about this double sandwich. At Las Vegas, at Tampa, now they play Denver, who they always crush, and then they're going to go at Miami, at Saints. If there's one game that stands out as being so this the is, least this important.
0: Four out of five on the road, this is the one this home This is game. the
1: sandwich, yeah. Okay. And is that
0: And is that a sign of what, though? Is that... Wouldn't there be a sense of relief that you're home, or is it like you're getting ready to go? You're thinking about getting back on the road? I think you're—and it's not
2: just a road trip. It's another tough one. You know, number one in the AFC versus number one in the NFC against New Orleans when they go down there. and So there's some big games coming up, and, you know, Miami's fighting for a playoff spot. You're going down to Miami, so— this just to me feels like a, a little bit of a look ahead spot in that the the Broncos are slightly undervalued because of what happened last week. But obviously, you know, that's not gonna be the case this week. Their quarterbacks are backs so, and fourteen's a big number in division. I agree, I agree. Yeah.
0: Here's the teams I would take in this spot, but I, I don't like Denver here. I take Washington. I'm just gonna go down the bad teams here. I take Philly. I mean, I don't know if they're that bad. I take the Giants here. I mean, I don't know. If we're, other than the Jets, I think I'd take every bad team. Ex- I think Denver might be the second worst team. I know they have the second worst offense. I mean, if you look at their stats now, 30, uh, this is overall now. Football Outsiders has them 30. Uh, my expected points, 29. Offensively, Football Outsiders, 32. Expected points, 32 for Denver. Their rushing is 25 and 28. I mean, well, actually, that. Wow, look at that. Thirty. This is wild. So the offense is 32. The passing is 32. And the running is average is 27. It's not good. So how? I mean, do you have to play the under with this then? Meaning, if you play Denver, do you have to play the under?
1: It's probably correlated a bit, yeah. Fez. Yeah, because of the correlation. I don't like the under, but given you but play then, Denver, then how can you like Denver?
2: Yeah, Denver doesn't hang in a shootout.
1: Yeah, so how because, do Because I can see Kansas City only getting 27 points. So it's just, going under. And just, yeah.
2: Yeah. That's the point, right? If Kansas City only gets 27. This game goes under.
1: Yeah.
0: But why, what was it that had the disconnect there? Because maybe it's a flaw in your thinking. I think we're
1: exposing. Well, I see a total of 51 in mm-hmm. a Denver game. And yeah, I, obviously, you know, it's so, hard don't because. Don't you Kansas like the City- under if you see a total? Yeah, yeah of 50- but, but I look at it for Kansas City and I like only 51. That's such a low And Kansas that's the City total. question
0: is, does Kansas City put up points or not? Yeah. Right? So let's do the math. What's the team total on that? De- I mean, do we maybe just look at the team total Denver over? Or I'm sorry, check that under, under. You could still like your bet.
1: Like, so it'd be 18, right? Is is that right? Yeah, 18 and, and 32. How often 18 and, is, and half, 18 and a half.
0: How often does Denver score better than 18?
1: Boy, you know.
2: I just don't know how motivated the Chiefs defense will be in this one. And too many garbage time scores happen in NFL.
0: Mm, that's true. That's true.
2: In a big spread game. How about
0: can we do team total under first half?
1: Yes. What do you think of that? Where, oh, a lot of places have first half team totals. Yeah, that's the, I've got them. On, it, I actually believe you. I'm sure there's plenty <laughs> of places.
0: But but so what? Well, I mean, what, it's going to be nine number?
1: and a half, not ten, though. You sure? Yes, they round down on all on the first halves. All
0: right, all right. I I mean, really, you guys are saying so. Last thing, because I I do okay. So lock when the temperature is below forty. Two and two straight up. Both losses to Kansas City, one and three against the spread. So, really, he's 2-0 and o straight up other than the games you referenced. <laughs> but one and three against the spread. Average loss, 13 and a half points. Yeah, okay. Um, so, last thing, because I think some people are listening to this saying, oh, geez, Fez is at it. Maddie's at it again. He's goofy. Oh, it's a number two thing. for
2: me. It's a number four, fam. Yeah,
0: but what I'm saying is, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying... 30 seconds, 40 seconds, not long. Give me, and we'll start with you, Feds. Why, what is the, I don't want to hear the stuff that leads to the conclusion. What's the conclusion? Is is Kansas City's not motivated, and is it going to show on offense or defense?
1: Kansas City's flat. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to show on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. They've got four games against quality opponents no, on I the got, road.
0: The flat, you don't have to yep. keep pounding the that, flat. That,
1: that is it. This is flat. Is that, that's the
0: same thing?
2: Yeah, it's good. The, the sandwich spot was a big thing for me.
0: So Mahomes somehow, do we maybe...
2: And too much of a deflation for what Denver happened to him last week. You can't deflate the whole team when the NFL puts you in a spot where you I literally don't have a quarterback on the roster.
0: The fact that Fangio was so critical, does that make you wonder, is there some team... To, I mean, Locke's not... I mean, odds are Locke doesn't start he's not the uh, chosen starter again in his, in his life, right? Meaning after the season. Could
1: be, yeah. yeah, I agree with that.
0: So if they know they're kind of checking out and they're mad at him, because he, he threw those guys under the bus, Fangio. Meaning, I'm not saying it was wrong. I'm saying it was like, I'm disappointed. He put our team in a bad spot. If Locke's out the door, is this team really together? I
2: think they need to come back and prove something this week. This is Locke's, like, redemption moment if he's ever going to have one.
0: And... The line is up. Look ahead and opener was 13, up to 14. But in a way, you could say Kansas City. I mean, from the guys I trust film-wise, they said this was Mahomes, this most recent Tampa Bay game was his best game maybe ever, that – like this was like the platonic ideal of like he everything we think he could do, he was doing.
2: And they won by three.
0: Well <laughs> if they would have kept the pressure on, how much were they won by? That's the question. Yeah, awesome. and
1: that that but in a way out. that makes your point on the, right. this game. And that bore out on the final drive when they needed to get first down. It's like oh no it, it was it was so easy. It was so easy in that four minute drill to run out the clock.
0: And that's who you're fading here. Yes. But you don't like him on the money line, Denver. No. <laughs> Isn't that scary? Is there a way to exploit that? If, if you had to bet the money line, and I mean 10,000 times, meaning it's not about the one loss, would you bet Kansas City or Denver? Kansas City. How can you? Now, I don't. Do you think there's ever been a game that you would have bet Kansas City on the money line or the favor of the money line, but you like the dog on the spread? I can't recall. Is there a way to exploit that? Do we play both? Like, think about that.
1: Like a hedge.
2: It's going to be a steep money line.
1: I tell you what, these steep money lines. What was the biggest upset this well, we year? we don't have to th- theorize. I, I, I mean, the, the big, the, 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 I just don't. Colts, I, Jacksonville, maybe? I'm just, 11? yeah, I'm just not seeing 14-point dogs win outright at all.
0: Well, that hardly ever happened. What's the yeah. current money line? I'm just saying this would be an interesting hedge, right? Because you think it's hitting the corridor. It'd be
1: nice, yeah. Like your
2: time. I'd say minus twelve hundred, minus eleven 1, hundred,
1: minus a thousand looks cheap. <laughs> hmm. So you, th- I mean, Denver w- wins this game ten percent of the time, really?
0: I don't know. Really? Anything in game? Meaning that, that, let's say that if Casey does get up seventeen, do you see Denver clawing back?
2: Look, they they looked like they could have named their score last week. I think point. this one it yeah.
1: comes back to the spread. So if Kansas City gets down ten, you bet Casey to win. And if uh, Casey gets up 24, Kansas City gets down, you see Denver Den, could have. The odds of that happening. Yeah. Wow. So I, I could see this one moving back Do towards want to? What would you second. give me
2: on odds that Kansas City does not get down 10 <laughs> <in the> game?
0: <laughs> All right. That's official then. Two of the boys on it. I'm a little skeptical. Next game is mine. Oh, it's mine, right? Mine, your oh, four. Go ahead.
2: Uh, or you can do your. Oh no, you're four. right. No, no,
0: no. You're right. You're right. Because you, 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 I was thinking you were on this, but you doubled up and had your two. This is
2: an ugly one, anyway. Okay. I am going with the New York Jets plus eight and a half here. Um, Fez and I ring, are both yeah, against, ring, against have, them. Ring away.
0: We're, we're we're against you, man. That's,
4: That's okay.
2: All... I'm used to that. My uh my numbers are still blue. Uh, I I just feel like I, I rarely see teams that are put together well, coached well, that have good momentum, regardless if they're coming off an ugly loss or not, publicly go out there and rip teammates, and that's what we're seeing from the the Raiders, who say that the motivation's not there in practice, that this team doesn't have any urgency, Um, and that's what we're hearing from players on the Raiders. This
0: is a pure motivation play?
2: No, I also think that if you look at the three games this year in which the Jets actually failed to lose by double digits, they were all at home. So the Jets have actually performed better at home. They only lost by three to the Patriots, only lost by eight to Buffalo at home, and then lost by single digits to Denver at home. So the three games they, they, you know, this is for an O for team where they have kept it single digits, have all been at home. They're going to come and they're going to play with pride a little bit. I don't know. How do the Raiders feel after back-to-back losses that might have just put them out of the playoff?
0: Whoa, hunt? whoa, 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 whoa. Out of the playoff, hunt. They're Six still Six
2: and five.
0: I mean, what McKenzie, what's the playoff odds right now for, uh, and obviously the Baltimore game just finished for us. You want to see on that? Yeah, one second. All right, go ahead, man.
2: And so I just don't like the fact that this team seems to be in disarray. And these two players may not mean anything. You think, God, neither one of those guys means anything individually. But Richie Incognito and Trent Brown, that was the veteran core of that offensive line.
0: Brown's been out the whole year, right?
2: He's been out a while. But Richie Incognito just went out. And now they have a completely young, inexperienced offensive line. We know their defense is already inexperienced. Something's not going right. The offensive linemen were the ones coming out this week saying no one's giving effort.
0: Let me ask you a question. Where would you rank the Raiders performance against the Chiefs the second time on the, on the Raiders performance this year? I, I, I get
2: that. So, but we mean, had this conversation third, last week on the pod, too, going into the Atlanta game because you guys were on the Raiders and I was on Atlanta. I, I on and, the and the same thing, we are talking about the Raiders' performances. Atlanta they had a great performance against the Chiefs. And
0: both games. Both games. A great, great performance against the Saints.
2: But they've laid some real eggs, too.
0: What are the real eggs?
2: Well,
1: let's look at their five losses. That's
0: what I'm saying. Because you have to...
1: Tampa with COVID.
0: Yeah, I mean that was—they were tied in the fourth quarter of that Tampa New game. New
1: England, they had big time issues before that game. Well, far, no, done.
0: let's not make excuses. They lost New England. You know why? They Cause lost
1: cause... to New England by 16.
0: Listen, Belichick, listen—if you're one-dimensional, and at the time the Raiders weren't throwing downfield, and Belichick's—if you're throwing only one part of the field, you're in trouble. Now, Carr had a horrible week last week, but otherwise, Carr's been winging it downfield. Go ahead.
2: You know, they lost by seven to the Bills in a game that wasn't even that close. Oh, they scored again fans. later. I mean, I mean, it's under but green, you asked me going, their bad I,
0: performances,
2: but that was that they bad. Well, they haven't had some where they were great either.
0: Wow. I think it, I would say this. If you say who's had the three or four best, or let's say you, you take the fourth best win, right? It'd be the Browns for can Raiders. You, is is that road.
2: really indicative of what the next game is going to be? If we start talking. I think it. it's
0: talking ceiling for sure, right? So it, just, it seems like a good way to do it because I think we know. Do we have any doubt that the. I mean, we all know the Jets are the worst team in the
2: league. We don't need sure. to compare anything to anything. They're yeah, the worst. That's your
0: team. I don't. I mean, I agree with you. they played up at home in spots. But see, now this is going to be the 19th time he says it. And it'll be the final time. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so that close game against Denver, when they only lost by nine, they were plus three in turnovers. They actually got smoked by Denver. Was like mis- week three. Who, who that are are we was a misleading about? final. I'm talking about the Jets, two, I mean, the, the, these two home we games. I we're talking about the Colts. And, of course, the Bills game where the Bills got no touchdowns and attempted eight field I love goals, my spot. including the Bills tight end getting tackled by the 10-yard line as he was coasting I will say to the that touchdown. you would
0: agree, because you're a Bills aficionado, is the jets you can't upgrade them off that the bills game
1: i don't upgrade them off any game <laughs> i haven't upgraded them off any let, game now let me ask you and i know the answer you did not watch the miami jets game last week did you
0: jesus the, the, why does that matter go ahead i don't watch harley i don't watch right.
1: half the games that some people yeah, well, watch well, but, but my, my point is i think if you, you if, if you, if you, you if should maybe try to do it my style a little they're, bit they're, if, if you watch that game there is nothing to like about the Jets. They go up 3 nothing. Miami makes lots of mistakes throughout the game. Oh, God,
0: this is so boring. The, yep. Jets,
1: did, the, the Jets got no bump from Darnold coming back. This is a dead team. You do no, not I do want to back po- the Jets. I
0: do think there's a point there. And let's slow down. Because here's the thing. We're trying to arrive at the truth, not to defend our yep, position. Sure. Darnold coming back, and I do New York radio three times a week on ESPN New York. And is a negative, him coming back. I didn't think so. Because I was talking to Michael Kay saying, where is Sam Darnold? Where's Waldo? Why isn't he playing? And my thought was they were trying to preserve the idea of Sam Darnold. To trade him. To trade him. So at
2: least that he would still be an asset.
0: And they could dream on him being a third you know, third pick in the draft and you know, and keep Adam Gase because at least there's a building excuse that Darnold was poisoned by Gates. Why don't you Or Gase, once you get him in a right spot. But they brought him back for some reason. And when they brought him back, he played as bad as anyone. I mean, I mean that was as bad as... And they had always receivers back. Exactly. They do have
2: all their receivers healthy. I like Denzel Mims, what I see out of that young man. He's Who's a firecracker. Cool.
0: I hear you. And, and serious people thought those receivers were the problem. Last week was a disaster. Mackenzie, do me a favor. Look at uh, 90-10, but just last week, I think Darnold was the lowest, but let me know. All right, um... I would make the following case: If we had a true score on the game, somehow we said wh- who should have covered the Jets. Only should have covered the Patriots game. That the other cover was who? Denver. Oh, they didn't
2: cover. No, they didn't kid. cover against Denver. Only oh, the only two covers of the year are versus New England and versus Buffalo. Buffalo.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it was one more cover. They covered uh the week before.
2: So I have the Jets as covering against. Oh, the Chargers. Yeah. 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 At the chargers they went there and covered only lost 34 to 28 look their their that, covers that, that was come lately
0: yeah oh i agree that's why i think it's deceiving it looks like the 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 winless well team. they're coming off their worst
2: game
3: though of the year probably offensively
0: well, how'd that game rank mckenzie
3: donald was the 22nd by the by that metric
0: it, by oh by no i'm sorry do the do the composite
3: the quarterback composite? Uh, yeah, th- but he was 20. 20- that's what I meant. I'm sorry. He, he was 22nd by that composite. Last week only? Yep, week 12.
0: Boy, I saw something different than that. And you're making it 90-10? Yep. How
3: many
0: t- How many quarterbacks are ranked? 30. I almost want to bet you you're wrong, and you're looking at it. <laughs> All right. You know he's right. I was wrong on that one. All right, so maybe not. I don't know why I was so down on Darn. I mean, I I know it, w- it looked like a disaster to me. I still don't like the, I mean, the Jets I don't like, but that kind of causes me pause because if he, he's he been out, he gets, you know, he gets his uh, bearings a little bit. He's got his receivers back. I know they're motivated. No one wants to go 0-16. You know, I'm starting to think, listen, if you believe the Raiders are down, I love your play. Yeah. I think it's the opposite. I think that. Gruden, they were flat because they're not used to being a, a playoff contender. They had a road game where they were favored. And, Asia, and Atlanta's not a bad team. They got killed. I think it helped. I mean, in general, if all you do is take every team that lost by 30 points, you win like 56% of the time.
1: And I love the leadership Derek Carr's showing where he came out and said, look, it, we had a really bad week of practice. We know it. We weren't ready for this game. And we're going to be ready for the There's a difference the
2: between one. having a bad week in a game and having a bad week of practice.
1: But that,
0: usually one leads to the other, typically, right? Yeah. All right, well, one good thing for Matty Holt here. Dave Esler has a best bet, and he's with the VIG. Let's listen.
4: I love it. I bet the Jets plus eight points over the Raiders, and that's a bet I probably would have made had the Raiders beaten Atlanta last week. But not only did they lose, they ran for 40 yards. And Gruden can say Jacobs is fine, but he has a sprained ankle. Damon Arnett Starting corner is in concussion protocol, so obviously he might not play. Farrell and Joyner will be cleared from COVID protocol, but not practicing for two weeks is a big deal, and that's from personal COVID experience. And in non-COVID times, the Raiders would have stayed on the East Coast, but now the NFL requires teams to stay away from practice facilities for two days after Sunday games, so technically a short week and another cross-country flight, and it's going to be damp, and not see 50 degrees in New York this weekend. The Raiders had five turnovers, were sacked five times against Atlanta, and I know it's one game, but it's pretty tough to recover from being that bad. And Gruden isn't the guy to make that happen. Gruden's two games over 500 in his career. Defensively, the Heads love to bash the Jets' defense, but statistically, in every important category, these defenses are very similar. Last week was the first time Donald had Perriman, Mims, and Crowder on the field at the same time, the Raiders lost last week was in part, I think, a result of the last-minute hangover loss to Kansas City and the reality check that came with it. And the reality that the Raiders just aren't eight points better than anyone right now is reality. It's my reality. Jets plus eight points. You know, it dawns on me,
0: Asler, oh, I can't. what's the story with this vaccine? When is it expected to be available, you know, the whole COVID vaccine?
2: Uh, the day after Biden's inauguration? (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) End of December for the emergency workers, probably. Then, um, January. I
0: mean, somehow you're on, I mean, you don't know
1: that tackles from, but you know this. (laughs) Then, then January, like, um, see, like.
0: Let me ask you a question. With, if, if, how much would you pay for Johnny to get the vaccine a month early? $200. Bullshit. You would you'd pay 300 so
1: fast you'd hurt your knee. You're right. You're right. I mean, why lie? How much? I just threw in, I wouldn't pay a thousand.
2: Uh, I don't know. I would yeah, I'd pay any number for the kids to get it. You would? You yeah. you wouldn't pay 1000 bucks for no, sure I pay No, but, but, but grandpa to be a
0: month early?
2: Yeah. Really? That surprises me. 4 grand, you know, each of the kids to get the va- uh, yeah. I,
0: but I'm not saying they wouldn't would never get it. I'm saying they'd get it hey, a month get it early. a month early. That wow. seems like so, a value play. So in a way, you're saying you love your kids more.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe that. But go ahead. Well, I think, and my kid is so isolated, it's extremely unlikely even, you know, I mean. But you're actually saying the odd, why is he so isolated? What
0: is that? I've never heard someone say He doesn't that. go trick-or-treating. Well, there's just not that yeah, many like, people so in the Church of Satan that are his <laughs> age. There we go. No, I don't think he's involved. Oh. I give Steve credit. You keep that separate, right? Is he that decides right? for himself. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and when he's of age, all right. We actually have was this this week or was this the old one? Let's take it. We played this today. the Christmas carols. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we played this on national radio, and everyone was looking at. It. It's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, deal with it. Let's see here. How what what fuels Fez's soul is the real question, and we've got audio proof. Of what fuels his soul? Any comments, Faz? Before we start, none.
3: Come forth from the abyss by these names.
0: A port from the abyss by these names. What does that mean, Steve?
1: He can't tell you. I go back. (laughs) I go back to like my one of my favorite musical songs is "Heaven on Their Minds." By Judas So there you go
0: Judas or Judas Priest? Just Judas There's someone named There's a band named Judas? No, he's the character I
3: think hey. Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, Oh, that one. okay but, yeah, yeah. And it, This
0: was Jesus Christ Superstar Right I've never seen that Or heard I've never think I've heard it What What, what brought you to Jesus Christ Superstar? Was that uh, You were scouting the opposition? Oh, it's kind of- <laughs> 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 Let's see what the enemy's doing yeah. <laughs> No just, tell, tell me why,
1: how and it's why kind you of anti, know it. It, This is an anti-Jesus song.
0: Okay, I understand, so, but I'm, I, I'm not asking what. you why you're trying to be clever. I'm saying explain to me when you encountered Jesus Christ Superstar, the play.
1: Oh, my parents used to play it, it when I was growing up. and I,
0: Would you go around in your under, whitey-tighty singing?
1: No, but I, I remember seeing it like on the Lakeville in Chicago like in 1985, yeah.
0: See, the more you talks, the more you understand them. All right, so let's recap Esler. He agrees. He gets the better. No- or he's got the eight and. Eight and a half. Yeah, we were playing at eight and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah, but Esler's, yeah, again, listen, that's the pregame.com. This is what happened. We don't always take, we take the number that people can get. At least that's what I forced the cappers to do. If I didn't, if I wasn't watching, who knows what would be happening. Um, much worse without a running game. Jake is banged up. Hmm. He's
2: going to play. He's got a high ankle sprain.
0: Okay, they were planning on staying on the East Coast. That's interesting. So they were on the road and on the road again. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, Raiders' just defense is not far apart, Groot. Yeah. Oh, come on. That, I'm going to, let's give Gruen some freaking credit. You know something? You know why? Because he doesn't fit the analytics profile and all the analytics people hated him. You look at this team. He's got car play- – I mean, where's car ranked right now in your rankings? I hope six But that doesn't have work. anything to do with the defense. No, I'm saying that this talk that Gruden doesn't – like he's only got him two games about 500 and that somehow he's not a turnaround guy. He's turned this team around. He's exceeded expectations.
1: I loaded him to number nine because of last week. And what was he before that? He was, I think, Six. All right. Yeah. yeah, but you're influenced by our— Oh, Boomerang, baby. He didn't— No, I mean, just— uh, Come on, that you're game against in- Atlanta, that was not good. It wasn't good.
0: All right, let's just say this. I don't like my side as much as I did. I actually can be convinced otherwise. Some people are stubborn, Matt. <laughs> Next game is my game, and this is my number four. And I'm going with— Oh, that was the Patriots. So I'll start the threes, Fez. How does that sound? Good. Oh, what was your four? The Patriots? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're on threes. Threes in an homage to Matty Holt, the Detroit Lions. Now, this is a simple play. What's Galladay's situation, Fez?
1: We don't know if he's going to play or not. Who's we? He's questionable. The collective consciousness? He's questionable. Okay. But questionable is
0: what was he last week? He was doubtful. No, I know he was out, but what was his status? Going
2: into the week, he was, like, more doubtful. Okay. Officially listed as questionable on the injury report. So what
0: I'll say is this. Come Saturday night, if, you know, I've heard people say, and I I don't disagree with it, and I give Steve credit. He was on top of this one. Is Galladay affects the Lions as much as any receiver affects any team. This is almost T.Y. Hilton-esque. What do you think, Fez? Even more so. No, what do you think? Yeah. I'm being serious. Do you, do you agree that he's a huge influence?
1: Absolutely. This is where
0: you're supposed to augment what I see.
1: Yeah, Detroit needs Galday. He's obviously their number one. And they also need Swift. He's their number one running back. Both those guys have been out the last two weeks.
0: And the thing about Swift is, you know, Adrian Peterson's the name. But when Peterson started losing carries, he said, you know, I've been waiting. In a way, it was, Israel Lombardi was saying, an indictment about Patricia is, he wasn't playing Swift even though it was obvious that Swift is so much better than Peterson at this point. So, to me, if both the guys are going, what's he this week? He's likely to play. All right. Both the guys go, I love this game. If Galladay doesn't go, it lessens my interest in it. But the driver of this is Patricia, the disdain the team had for him. Um, Galladay actually on Instagram – liked the announcement of his firing Mm. now Mackenzie amongst the kids that's a sign Hmm?
3: yeah they were loud about it nobody liked him and they were very happy to see him go former and current players and to me we did a study
0: how do teams do the week after a coach is fired present please mckenzie
3: yeah, so there's 16 and 13 ATS since 2000.
0: All right, so since 2000, anytime there's a firing, 16 and 13, so they take up a little bit. Go ahead.
3: And it's gotten better recently since 2009. You're off, Mike. Oh, sorry. Since 2009, that's been uh, 14 and 9 ATS. And I actually like the Lions team total over because if you look at – But somehow he's slipping his pick in there, that? I mean, he, <laughs> did, he didn't want to – all right, we'll let you present that, but hold on a second.
0: All right. Is – like, and one more thing. <laughs> Reminds me of the Simpsons. They used to do Larry King imitations. And it was like, you know, uh, and that's the reason I'm retiring for CNN. And in other news, in the NBA, I like the Spurs 8-1 to, <laughs> to win the title. You know, that's the way you used to do the elliptical. What do you think about the spot here, Fez, when it comes to the, in general, it's a little more biased in favor of the team, I fired the coach, but especially, and this is my perceptions when a coach is disliked
1: i think if they very much dislike the coach or if they love the coach i think the extremes are really good it you wouldn't make it, you sense if they
0: love the coach and he gets fired they play for him yeah it's the strange i don't think you're correct it's, on it's that. the
1: strangest thing no but it, it's the strangest it, thing that you think that no it motivates it it's me, like we're gonna me, win one because he's leaving but except no
2: that's different he's not leaving he's always he, gone he's there's gone. never a leaving his
0: office is empty there's toilet paper where the uh, where, where his desk used to be so what are you talking? Are you talking about college bowls or something here? I no, think you
1: are. Maybe I'm getting my my. <laughs> it, possibly it, it might be a college football thing, but but obviously. But, if, well, what if you the, hate your if you hate your coach and he's gone, you're motivated.
0: I yes. agree. But what's the situation when? Because what happens when a coach leaves and the team wins? It looks bad on the coach that left, right? Like doesn't it look bad for the on on the Falcons? Yes, right. Let's, so how how would you play true. what? Let's try to make
1: the coach we love look as bad as possible well, they, just for one game only though.
0: Uh, what do you think, man?
2: So I think that, um. I mean, I was very much on the lion side of this, but I think that the line has moved so drastically that the spread is telling you that they assume that Galladay's in, Swift's back from concussion, that Detroit's fully healthy, and they're giving him a tick up from motivation. So at three, you're... Well, some
0: of this is hate for the Bears, too.
2: Whatever, off the short week, off the Monday, off the Monday night game or the Sunday night game. Okay.
1: And it's clear, RJ spoke about like likes and dislikes. It's it's clear the Bears did not get a bump going with Trubisky. That team looked dead against Green Bay when. Trubisky I think the defense
0: in. is suffering. But go ahead, man.
1: I just I, look. I'm on the Detroit side here. I
2: just didn't include it here because I feel like.
0: Oh, you're right. The line was set. the World Opener here. So, Sunday night, you could have played this plus six.
2: Yeah, so and my, now you're playing plus three.
0: When was Patricia
1: fired? Sunday. Yeah, it was before the line came out.
0: Uh, Mackenzie, do me a favor. See how quick. Well, it was still five and a half come Monday. So, the overnight close. Yeah, match right here. This causes me real pause. Because this is saying, effectively, Chicago is only a little better than Detroit. And you could have got this Monday morning crack of dawn at five and a half? Yeah.
1: If I can. Yeah, okay. This was actually my premium early release. I pulled it back down. I gave it out at plus five.
0: Great, Steve. (laughs) Well,
1: it's really hard to to, to recommend it at plus three now.
2: That's right. That's why it's hard to take three. Yeah.
0: Wait a minute. See, if you play it, it's hard to recommend it. But if you don't, you can bet against moves. I'm I'm really confused by that. The question is, what's the line supposed to be right now? right? Sure. And are, are we really saying because the bookie put it out at a certain number? I, I mean, if anything, it's the same people are bet. I mean, there's no public money right now. We get that right? We're taping on a Wednesday. There's no it, Sally in Utah is not moving this number. So the pro and I'm not saying we want to bet the last number. I agree I hate that. But I'm confused by your statement of saying it's hard to recommend it now. Do you, so do you never play against moves?
1: I mean, I'm, do it's I, not a do trick I, question. Do I don't want to play a game where nothing has changed? Everything is the same as what it was Monday, and I could have had five and a half, and now I'm catching three, and nothing has changed. Why I didn't agree. I bet it earlier?
0: Well, I agree with you, no doubt. The question isn't: Is it preferred to bet it at five and a half? It's it, what what's what line should this line be? I think three. You it think feels
2: like, it feels like it. it it got to that safe landing now. Because to your point, are the Bears a little better than Detroit? Yes. And does that line say oh, that I now? Mean, the yes. Home
0: field is supposed to say pick them or one now in theory, right? Or half. I don't even know what it's supposed to be. I mean, I'm hearing. I don't know either. Some people say it's nothing unless, because they're making an interesting And point. I hear
2: some people still say one and a quarter, so it's hard to figure I out. I think
0: what I know for sure is that it's not so much the stadium, but rather it's are their home fields like in, at altitude. Uh, Green Bay's grass is... Older field. Yeah, the grass is interesting there, especially for a turf team. And plus, I mean, we don't know, of all the things that's a problem, how much is Stafford's hand still hurt? Ooh. See? I'm willing to learn. That's why I come Saturday night, baby. We're so good. But, hey, I'm stuck on it. Mm. All right. Anything else in this game? Mm. All right, Fez, you're going to go to number three.
1: All right, one oh,
2: Real quick before we start the threes, Rockets just traded Russell uh Rusper. Oh no
0: to where for what?
2: To Washington for John Wall and a future first round pick.
0: So Harden's out of there then. Yeah. Because huh. there's no way he's taking around. I mean, well, I mean, is Wall even gonna be able to play? Who knows?
2: They're just trading big contract for big contract and one will expire long before the other.
0: Yeah. Uh, hold on, guys, we got one last word to hear.
3: <laughs> McKenzie So I like the team total for the Lions over Two factors <laughs> One, teams after they fire their coach Have outperformed expectations Especially recently by, by almost three points a game since 2010 So arbitrary
0: beginning there Why 2010?
3: Because that's when the numbers look the best Oh, okay So my, my, my theory was teams are more likely to try <laughs> offensive wrinkles That people haven't seen before Because they have a new coach Especially if that new coach is an offensive guy Which we have here in Daryl Bevel. Oh no,
0: that's interesting.
3: If he's going to prove he's that real head coach, they got to score a bunch of points. Doesn't matter what they do on defense. They'll hire a new DC in the summer. (gasps) (laughs) They got they got to score a bunch of points, and I like them over. It's an interesting point. I think that's really strong. I think so too. What's what's the um, what's this? uh,
0: What are you reading about Stafford? Health.
3: I expect I expect him to play.
0: I don't expect I expect him him to play.
3: I also expect him
2: to play.
0: Yeah, me too. And you know what I expect? Mackenzie on mic sounds like this. (laughs) Next game, Fez.
1: All right. I like Atlanta plus three against Uh, New
0: Orleans. You are so predictable.
1: This is a predictable winner here. Um, (laughs) Atlanta's playing really well under Morris. They're four and two. By the
0: way, how's your seven picks a week doing?
1: Eight games below 500. Continue. 30, 38, and two. (laughs) four and two for Atlanta. Now, obviously they had the Todd Gurley loss, but the one they did play one bad game and it was against these new Orleans saints. And it was only two weeks ago. They lost nine to 24. So I've spoken about it. Typically. I don't, care very much about revenge in the NFL. But very recent revenge, I think, is a factor. And the fact that um, Atlanta played that one poor game under their new head coach two weeks ago, I think it's a really good bounce-back spot for them.
0: Really? To- it seems like it's a sign that the the maestro, Sean Payton, has this guy's number. How did he – did you happen to look at Tampa Bay when uh, Morris was the head coach and how he he did against um, Payton and the Saints? Did not. Did not, huh? Ken, do you want to pull that up,
3: sir? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Oh, were we bothering you? No, I, I dropped a pen. And, I it <laughs> and your headphones fall off? No, I had them on, but I just didn't catch what you guys said.
0: So, oh, he sounds sad. Like don't, make, don't be too rough on me. I said, let's take a gander at Raheem Morris's pedigree against Sean Payton when he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks.
1: Gotcha. I also think New Orleans yes 31 to 3 win against Denver you know what I didn't upgrade them at all for that. Yeah, why? I, yeah, it was just standard. a
0: garbage. I mean, you know, just total domination. How about the, how, how about the offense though? You got to say the offense did all right,
1: right? No, not the offense, really? No, no, the offense did not do all really? right. The no, offense not. underperformed. Mm. Uh, quarterback Taysom Hill so struggled. It was. Se-
0: I'm not Let confused. Let me explain something to you. All joking aside, like there's no way that our argument should be you saying the same thing again in a different voice. Meaning, you want to make a case, make a case. All right, I'm going to make mine first. Sean Payton lowered variance. This is what you're getting confused by. He has a big bet on on Taysom Hill. It, his brand is associated with the fact they paid this guy big money. If you look at the play calls in the game, he literally didn't take any risks. He was saying, "I'm not." You know what it was like Mayweather against uh, Conor. Is the way Mayweather knew Conor didn't have the wind, so it actually looked like Conor had a better chance the first five, six, seven rounds. But he had zero chance that he was going to be able to last. Mayweather's only concern was he didn't want to get knocked out. So he laid, it was almost like a rope-a-dope. And, again, you're a fighter guy. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I mean, Connor never had a chance.
0: But it, but in a way, Mayweather looked bad in order to decrease his chance,
2: time. Or he didn't look as good the yes. first few I, rounds, I do think that's Connor
1: an excellent... Um, Example to use because certainly there and there was one play where the Saints turned the ball over and you could just see Sean Payton. He's like, "Enough of this! The only way we lose this game is if we have he three more turnovers." Yeah. Um, I still can't get past the fact that there's no offense at all for Denver and it's seven nothing. Denver has the ball with four minutes left in the first half. I mean, Jesus, dude, does it
0: doesn't matter? What was the yardage count at that point? What was? It? I mean, what I'm saying is you can always find there's not. The, the, the biggest loser that ever walked the earth had a moment that things were going good for him. That he had, he had a stripper in one room and whatever else in the other, and he was living large. You know what? That was a blink of time. What was the win, what was the win percentage for Denver in that game? When were they in a spot to even have a 30% chance? Never. So in the, but we're critiquing it as a bad game for the Saints. How? No, I'm just I'm just not giving them an upgrade okay, because the, the, the offense you under... Because
1: you're the hottest team in football. The, the offense underperformed despite winning 31-3. to three.
0: Okay, but what does it matter? What should this line have been? What, you're the master of talking about the last game. I'm asking you, how did it affect the line? So the
1: look-ahead line was 3.5 on this game, uh-huh. and we saw Atlanta play... Uh, Their uh, best game. Well, that's you know what? Let me be fair. The Raiders really made a bunch of mistakes. That's question. So that, question. So is that actually is a mis- That is a misleading final. I mean, I, I upgraded Atlanta. All right, but not like I normally would upgrade a team as an underdog. So that wins point. by 40. I bounced them up a point. Jesus Christ, that's about as high as you ever bounce anyone up. So that was you being moderate That was you being moderate. Uh, it's a three-point dog that wins by 40, RJ. But- all
4: right.
0: Who you got, Matty?
2: I-, I passed on this game because I still don't know what. How effective this offense is really going to be with Taysom Hill? Well,
0: I, I mean, agree their defense
2: question. played amazing against the Falcons uh, two weeks ago. So again, now we're turning it back and we're playing the same game. So the Fal- the Sa- the Falcons couldn't do anything against the Saints two weeks ago. What's changed on that side and, of and, the ball? And
0: Morris is a uh, is effectively a defensive coach. He's certainly not an offensive guru. So what's gonna change?
2: That's what I don't know. I don't know what changes between the Falcons offense and Saints defense. But on the other side, I I don't know what Taysom Hill yet is. I mean, going nine for sixteen with, for seventy eight yards and a pick, he's thrown no touchdowns in his first two starts. So it's an unknown to me. Um but I, I do know this. The Saints defense shut them down two weeks ago and I I just don't want to step in front of that train again, so I passed.
0: You know, this I like this because in general, I agree with you, Steve. I think your instincts are on—you know—you're going for the value, and I, that's the way you win these things or win long term. I agree. I just think the Saints are so hot. One, you know, they're not going to be flat because because do you agree? Sean Payton has a lot of brand investment and in Taysom Hill. Oh,
1: absolutely. So he,
0: there's no way they're going to be flat. It's in division. By the way, Moore's head coach with the Bucks, three and three straight up, three and three against the spread, the ATS margin was plus a half a point for Morris, so certainly not anything really bad. Um, Here's my question. I'm going to start with you, Steve, on this. What do you do when it feels like Matt was talking about, okay, teams are now blitzing Arizona. He believes that's a demarcator, and the games after it aren't the same, right? Hmm. When you only have 16 games, it's tough if you start demarcating things. But I agree with him that he's right. But it's dangerous because you can say, oh, the wind started blowing and now this team's three and one. But before they were one and three, which is true, right? Probably both are true. But people find ways. How do you, with the Saints, I would make the case. Maddie, more than a few times, was saying how bad the defense was. You can make the case now the Saints have the best defense in football, it could be the Rams. I, I mean, I think Pittsburgh Rams and Saints are the three best defenses, wouldn't you say, Matt? Yes. So
1: do you look at the season stats with the Saints, or do you look at the last six games? I think you have to wait the last six games probably triple, maybe triple. at least double, at least double.
0: So that means you're saying there's a big distinction.
1: There's a big distinction, and you look at that, you're giving up 30 points per game for, what, the first five games? And since then, you're giving up 15 And that was even before, you know, last week's, you know, shutting down at Denver.
0: By the way, football outsiders, defense season, second best, second best against the pass, second best against the run. Saints have given up 12 points in two games. And wasn't it, isn't there a stat that one of, like, that one of the touchdowns was a return or something? And like, they've given up like two touchdowns in three games or something. Crazy. So you're going against that with, with Sean Payton against a coach that he ex- has ex- exploited last time just because of the value. Because yes. it, it might fall three. Old school. It's a duct tape shoe stuff, in my opinion. You pass. I'm passing. I don't want the Saints. But I, I don't bet again. I might have the Sean Payton core or the Belichick corollary. Why bet against this guy? He and Zimmer, right? You see, Matt's not – you know, some people are masochists. They like to get hurt. You know, he, you were against Sean. I Payton. tapped out. I was wrong about
2: the Saints, and I, I don't know what to think of Taysom Hill, but I know Sean. I don't Sean, think much yeah. either,
0: but, I mean, I, you're, you're right. Is, is, with the noodle arm, Drew Britt I was wrong. But maybe you weren't wrong, meaning that he was able to perform, but he still had the noodle arm, yeah. and most of the time you can't do that. But Sean Payne can do it. He's yeah. 7-0, as everyone knows, with backups. Right. But that's, you're saying, I want to get my money in against that guy. It's due. <laughs> All right, Maddie. last number three, confidence. I got the Houston Texans here.
2: I mean, it's just hard not to like the way that Deshaun Watson. That was Watson.
0: my last elimination. I like the Texans too.
2: Yeah. I, it's hard not to love the way that Deshaun Watson's playing, and I think my handicap here has to go no further than something I heard you say on the radio earlier, or, or at least while we were on a break on the radio, that, that the passing is three times more important the, just the passing offense, then the second most important category in, in you know success and winning, which is stopping the pass, and and everything beyond that just becomes so minuscule in a team's opportunities to win games. And who's throwing the football better right now than Deshaun Watson? Boy, is it impressive to watch this young man. I know Will, that Will Fuller's out. And for that's this game. that's the question. Yeah, for me. Yeah, and I know Fuller's out. That's obvious that he's suspended the rest of the year, so we all know he's out. Um, so, uh, th- you know, there is some question marks there, but there's plenty of question marks around Houston, too. And, and, you know, they're still missing their left tackle. They're still missing some defensive players. They should get their number one back, Jonathan Taylor, back this week. And you
0: meant quoted. around the Colts, additionally.
2: Colts, yeah. yeah. But but I just think that this number, Houston at home, I think, you know, right now they're playing really well. and. I don't, I don't think it's about playing for Romeo Cornell's job. I just think you're seeing one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL perform in a passing league. That schedule was brutal early for him. They didn't look prepared to play, and, and lately they, they're playing a lot better football. And I think an at-home... Catching more than a field goal in this situation. For, and again, because Deshaun Watson's playing so good, they could be down 10 late. And I still feel like we have a good chance to sneak through that back door and cover just because of the way he's throwing the football. I think you've got to take the three and a half with the Texans.
0: Look at line this game, the opener, three and a half. So no move. But what's happened was let's think about it. Coach look bad on one hand, Houston looks good on Thursday. Houston loses Fuller. So it feels like, to be candid, that the Colts win that battle because that battle, meaning I'd rather have three and a half with last week's assumptions because I don't think that game against Tennessee means that much and it was injury based. Fez, you can talk about the left tackle if you want. (laughs) But in general, Fuller,
1: I mean, Fez, you were one of the first guys on, you know, T.Y. Hilton esque. Yeah, so Fuller stretches the field. What's obvious is he's number one in yardage for the Texans. What's not obvious is how he opens up the field for everybody else, including numbers. Including, including Brandon Cooks. Um For a guy that's an actuary, you don't have any numbers. Four is eight seventy nine year to date for yardage. You us, he's do, you top have, 10. do you have his football card? No. Cooks is at seven nineteen. <laughs> What's really significant that no one's talking about though, RJ. The number three wide receiver, Cobb He's got a turf-toe situation. I don't know if he's going to be able to play. He's questionable. And the number four wide receiver got waived. So... All of a sudden, it could be only Brandon Cooks. What was that, Kenny? Who was the fourth Kenny Stills. So, And I don't know why you'd wave a guy when four— I don't know if they waved him like right before the four news broke or what the situation there. But if Houston's down to only one wide receiver, the the book on Watson is he's so good when he has multiple wide receivers and he's had them all year long, healthy since about week four for both of these guys. Let's say that
0: a little more artfully. So what you're saying is historically— with Deshaun Watson, he, him having Fuller specifically has been a key. And when you're saying having always received, I mean, most quarterbacks do better when they have the receiver. But
1: when he has his top two.
0: Yeah, but again, when Hopkins was there, Fuller still mattered. Yes. And what we had talked about, if you guys remember, the preseason pod was the idea of the concern with Houston, which, again, I liked over seven and a half. I'm still in it in a weird <laughs> yeah. way. But Houston certainly... If you bet over seven and a half, in theory, you want them to be the 19th best team, or you know, 19th or better best team. Now they had a tough schedule. That was the part I, did. I didn't give enough credit to.
1: But where's Houston at in your ratings right They're now? They're number 21 only because oh, you're high. only because I'm, you're not high. High. I'm not high. I'm not high. It's because of oh, the f- you just keep yeah, just keep repeating it. It's like big. No, it's because of these no, wide no, receivers. there's no no. It's the wide receiver you keep injuries. keep repeating. RJ, it's the wide receiver injuries. If Fuller was still there, they'd be they'd be above that.
0: So how much is Fuller worth? Six points. One point. <laughs> one point. So one point. <laughs> They're one point away from being 20-what?
1: They'd be tied for 17th and 18th. You're
0: high. I'll just say it one more time. No, d- say you're not.
1: I'm not high. I'm not high.
0: <laughs> I believe you. You're not experienced. <laughs> but, but, Maddie, where do you got Houston? I think they're probably around 14. All right. I, um, yeah, I think even better than that. So if you look at – let's look at this now. This is the season stats. Football Outsiders has them 17. I don't know, Steve. I I think that. Well, if you got them there, how don't you like? Where do you have the Colts?
1: Tenth. So you must like the Colts here. I got the Colts two points better than the average team. Uh huh. I got Houston two points worse. So four plus home field. Yeah.
2: No, no, no. Texans the home field. Oh, right? it's home
1: field. Okay. Oh
0: boy, I I like Houston here. I just that Fuller thing just worries me so much.
2: And, you know, Houston does get extra prep time. They did play on Thanksgiving, so they get a few extra days to prep and rest up for this game.
1: And Indy's hurting on the O-line. Their The best lineman is out. Costanzo's out. Their center may be out. And we know Costanzo
2: makes a difference because we saw early in the year Indy playing four or five games with him and then playing a couple without him, and we know the difference he makes.
1: So with both teams having problems with their offense. He he missed the, the Browns game too, right, if I remember? I think he did, yeah. All right. Yeah, you're you're right. And
0: cuz I wasn't really super familiar with him till that game. I'm sorry, guys. So
1: I like I like under. I like the under 51. Both teams have key problems with right, so, injuries so, on but,
0: offense. So to be clear now, you like what's your side pick? It's an opinion on what?
1: I have no opinion.
0: No opinion. And you like the under. I do. And your your theory is the injuries all tend towards the under. Yes. I like that. What are you thinking? It's true. Yeah, I like that. Which doesn't
2: hurt having the underdog of greater than a field goal, too, in a game where we expect to see
0: suppressed scoring. No, I agree. Uh, Mackenzie, can you look at that quarterback or the touchdown-to-interception ratio on the super sheet? Because I know it was like 15-0 or whatever, and I don't think he had any interceptions on um, uh, Thanksgiving. Okay,
3: go ahead. No, he didn't, and and he had four touchdowns, so that makes it the last six games, 15 touchdowns, no picks, plus a rushing touchdown. 16-0 16-0 is pretty good.
0: That's what the Steelers are headed towards. All right. Let's think about this. That was your pick? So yep. we're now number four for me. And three. Uh, oh, actually, two for me. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I mean, I, you're I was number the other three. Way. No, I, I started it because uh, there was an overlap. So I've done my three, which was the Lions. Oh, okay. Now my two is the Vikings. Vikings minus 10. This is a simple one. Listen, once you get to the fourth pick, you're starting to stretch. So I'll keep it fairly simple. I think Zimmer's the best coach other than Bill Belichick in football today. I know people are going to want to say Shanahan. People are going to want to say the boy genius. And I think they could get there. I think Zimmer is the rare dude, and it's rare, that he knows enough that the young approaches doesn't bother him, and he's got some of the old – or he's got a lot of the old school. And to me, that's what Belichick has. He's better at the new stuff than the kids – and he's certainly better at the old stuff. Zimmer's not better at the new stuff, but he can keep his um, he can keep his parity or he can stay in the game. And I'll tell you this, Cousins is having a good year. I mean, I know people don't want to say it. Due for the season, McKenzie, uh, 10 to 90, just, you know, that composite. Let's see what Cousins ranks. A surprisingly good year. And the Jags, you got to wonder, are they – mo? I mean, you know they're drafting a quarterback. They're set up to be the second pick right And Remember, correct me if I'm wrong, they've won the one – the one game they won one game. was against the Colts. <laughs> yes. And I get the whole – oh, they play kind of tight against the Browns. Who's even quarter – I mean, is is it uh, the Stash – or I'm sorry, we- we're on Glennon now. It's the Giraffe.
1: Glennon, yeah. He has a really big neck.
0: <laughs> is that why you call him the draft? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't connect that. I was thinking, you know <laughs> – like, honestly, Matt, you've had kids, is if a six-year-old said, Daddy, look, I call him the draft.
3: Why? He's got a big neck. Wouldn't they say that almost verbatim the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> What's our number there? So 13th by 90% filter, 6th by 85% filter.
0: Yeah, it's interesting when you take out the garbage time. But let's just say this. The idea he could even be discussed as the 6 best quarterback I think surprised a lot of people I'm take, I don't like laying it, but I I know Minnesota thinks they're in the playoff hunt. So and I I
1: like the motivation aspect of this because Minnesota they made a lot of mistakes against Carolina. Two straight touchdown returns. <laughs> yeah, how often does that happen? Never. Yeah, back on back Same to back players. possessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. It would be easy to say, "Oh, we let this one get away, and now our season's down in the toilet, and we should have won." But they didn't. But 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 they they won, and so now they can go ahead and say, "You know, we got a lot of things we got to clean up, but we're still in the playoff hunt." I think it is a very positive that they made all these mistakes and still got out of there somehow with the W.
0: You know what I'm thinking, Maddie? I'm thinking of putting a pa- I never ever have sold anything. Oh, I, I guess I saw my NCAA March Madness stuff before my uh, bracket, but I'm thinking that Fez, the Hitman, I should get all their picks, and I should pick one a week, because Fez is the master of the last game, right? That's his. Hitman is a, a really strong at the whole matchup, like you know, this tight end against this. And I've got you know whatever global approach you want to say. I, I think that there could be some wickedly good picks between those two, with me sifting through. Maybe just finish the year with it. I'll think on that. But you go ahead. What do you think?
2: Uh, the only thing I had on this game that uh, that struck me as odd is they don't have to go with Glennon for health reasons. So why, why are they doing it? Yeah, why are you doing it? I mean, they don't he's not win. super old. What is he, 31 or so, so he's not he's not terribly old, I but guess. But he, but he's terrible. But yeah, but he's terrible. <laughs> he has nine touchdown passes in the last 5 years combined. <laughs> And his one year as a full time starter, 2013, it was 19 TDs, nine interceptions, and you know a, a, a completion percentage under 60 percent, and average yards per attempt under six and a half. Like they don't, there's no nobody thinks Mike Glennon's going to be the starter next year, right? So nobody. why are we bringing? I mean, Minshew's healthy. We could go They've with one of the kids
0: because Minshew's too good. Even though he's bad, I mean, Minshew is maybe the 30th best quarterback. They don't want They don't want to win. They do not want to win. Why would they?
1: They almost won last week. And, but they found a way not to. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how often these teams that are, like, up for, like, top picks, like when they're down eight yeah. or seven, they're the masters at, at driving down and getting a touchdown. Oh, is he really
0: going to steal my point? God, go, you're, you're unbelievable. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead.
1: No, 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 you go ahead. Well, as, as you've mentioned numerous <laughs> times, R.J., Once they score that touchdown, now they're playing for the win. Some uh, less than optimal two-point conversion calls oftentimes. You
0: think about it. That is the way that you could. I mean, all you need is the quarterback with you too, man, right? Is throw, gets batted down. How do you know really what was, you know, that someone, it's one play that isn't obvious. Now, again, that's interesting. Let's say that was, and we won't go too deep into this because we got a full slate. And, you know, we're making good progress. U.S. integrity. Let's say that somehow there was a tape, and we're talking hypothetically here, where Coach X says, to the quarterback, all right, remember, we don't want this one. All right, let's go. We're, uh, this is the, you know, let's say it's a little explicit. It's like this is the one where uh, they're going to be putting pressure to the left, so don't be afraid to go left, something like that. But it sounds bad. It's not point spread related but there's money line bets. There's plenty of money line bets. How, how how would that be what is that a federal crime? What is that? It depends what state
2: you know or uh, – did state they a
0: crime in that case.
2: Yeah, and did they also try to so in this case they wouldn't have involved wagering. So there wouldn't no, have oh, been okay. any like racketeering, you know.
0: No. So you're saying if you if they were throwing the games uh, and I'm not saying I'm not saying Jacksonville is cuz I don't know, but if they were, but it was for the draft and there was no gambling, would would that even involve you? No. Even though it would affect, even though their bad intentions affect the the game. Well, if
2: we know that they're throwing games, it would involve us, because then the integrity of the games themselves, taking wagers on them from people who think everyone is fully trying as hard as they can, that comes into question, and, and we would certainly help take action there, but... As far as pursuing criminal charges against them, they're not setting up a and, criminal yeah, that enterprise. Be
0: that would be something you would recommend to the authorities or yeah. not, but it wouldn't be you decide. But,
2: but they wouldn't be profiting off the sports betting related, mm-hmm. so
0: it'd be different. What about
2: if there's a... People go to prison when someone's paying them to do that, and that person paying them is is trying to profit off sports betting through it.
0: We got to get the Dragnet theme <laughs> for when Maddie starts talking. He goes, people go to prison when... <laughs> now, let me ask you last question. I was at the when I was at the Super Bowl year before last. I was just preaching about that we weren't getting any truth on Gurley. That there's billions of dollars being bet, and this is like securities fraud, holding back insider information. One, do you how much do you guys look at the analog of securities fraud as a guideline of like how the SEC started regulating that? Not the Southeastern Conference, Southeastern, Southeastern, right? Conference? Yeah southeast why was i thinking it's South southeastern that's what i'm thinking yeah. yeah okay anyway um sec securities and exchange commission and do you believe that lying on the injury report where does that fall in the spectrum of uh violations so for the
2: most part it's a policy violation most of these leagues conferences universities have policies. they're
0: saying the rules are you got to tell the truth that's right but, but uh, it doesn't mean that the authorities can't get involved
2: in some states, it's actually uh, almost handled the same as a financial services world. It should be, I think it should be everywhere. We push for it, but I could tell you this: the leagues, the universities, the conferences, the teams—they all take it very, very serious.
0: The NFL doesn't, in my opinion. My opinion, USIntegrity.com. Listen, this sounds like an, a kind of a B two B thing, and it is in many ways. But Maddie and his team puts out a good bit of. You got a newsletter, right? You can sign yeah. up for that has where well, you guys, when you have an interesting case, you'll send out the info about it. What uh, if someone visited the site, what, what what what's the value prop for them? Uh, is that some, is that something that is going to that you're evolving with or.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're trying to right now for the average person, if you're interested in sports betting, look, go to the well, site and we can probably. Yeah, we could probably navigate you to a lot of, you know, educational resources yeah, for saying. sports betting, all kinds of interesting things. Um, you know, I'm not sure we, you know, what kind of reports we could send them or not.
0: Oh, no, I thought, but when you guys send out your newsletter, you reference your reports and stuff, don't you? Sometimes. That's what I was referencing. I wasn't saying any. I wasn't saying that you were going to give preferential treatment, right? I'm saying there's the public stuff out there. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I find fascinating just to see the way that they, you know, let's be honest. When you know somebody and you don't know them in their field, you always know this guy's really good or he's smart or whatever. Maybe a little egotistical and magic but you know those things about them, but then when you see them in action It's like oh, okay. That's cool And I've I've read you know, I've seen some of the public reports and it's like it's good I mean, I don't let's just say this. I'm not I I try never to you know I've never even had a misdemeanor. I'm very safe with those things because I know I would not do well in jail (laughs) <laughs> I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to like become a criminal mastermind. That would oh, be the only sure. choice. Me too. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> so I try to stay away from that. But boy, anyone thinking like I'm of, old, I have diabetes,
2: I'd be a disaster in jail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyone thinking about fixing games, I'd take a look at this company yeah. before I did it. Fez, you ever fix a game? Never. How many games would you say you've gotten wind of that they were hot like Never. that? Boo! Oh, I've gotten like ten over the years.
1: You weren't was, in on the Toledo stuff? No, it's always at, after the fact. I would hear about about Boy, he's, the Hawaii he's, quarterback and the MAC games, like you said. Yeah, he's
0: square, man. Yep. Matt, you knew about that, didn't you? Yeah, everyone knew that was in on the inside. Huh. Fez doesn't get invited to those kind.
2: Amazing of how much how little money those players were getting for that twelve hundred dollars to fumble twice in a bowl game.
0: It, was that that scooter? Uh, was that that scooter dude from Toledo?
2: Yeah, the the guy's name was oh shoot, what was the guy's name? I, I think it was
0: Scooter not. McDougal or something.
2: No, I mean the the fixer.
0: Oh oh. Yeah. I thought
2: anyway. you were gonna
0: say I can't believe how little Fez knows about the corrupt games. That's the, that's the open orders, Fez. Now if you knew, let's say that you were told Team X Y Z, you know, is on the take. And the first game, they you know you watch it and you see it. You're like, yeah, I see that. What do you bet? Do you ethically maybe not bet the next game?
1: Like thinking I don't want to take advantage. No, I wait for <laughs> I wait I wait for the big line moving. Whichever way the lines moving, I go ahead and support it. But let's say it. you
0: know that, that someone says, "Yep, it's it's uh, Toledo's live this week."
1: Well, I'm not. Yeah, I, I'll go ahead and play. <laughs> I don't have the inside information. I'm just trying to interpret the... But, you know, you,
0: but in a way, you're taking advantage of the... It's almost like if there was a woman who was being sex trafficked and you could say, I don't know about it, but I see her every Saturday night and I, I'm helping her, I'm sponsoring her for citizenship. Trying to Informally. Think,
1: I'm trying to think of a more <laughs> um, favorable analogy to me, but I can't come up with one.
0: The funny thing is, last thing on this, And this is not obvious. The Tim Donahue scandal, for example, really cost serious wise guys a lot of money. Oh, yeah. How would you explain it? Well, my take was that let's say the mark, let's say you know the line, you got your model and the line should be five, but the line's seven, right? So let's say Donahue's on the favor, allegedly. Well, what happens? You bet the dog, right? And because the line shouldn't be seven, right? That's effectively what you're doing, exactly. right? Exactly. And thus, throughout, you know, throughout all those Donahue games, when they were getting moved,
1: they were causing people to bet it back, right? Yeah. And it wasn't just one team.
0: Yeah, so so it wasn't, yeah, if it was yeah. one
1: team, you could isolate, hey, there's something going on with the Phoenix Suns, but not in this case.
0: Yeah. And they say there were wise guys at the time that knew the there was no reason for these lines to be moving, and that's an interesting point. Do you guys ever, like, I know you're looking for irregular line moves when it comes to the size of the lopsidedness, and also the amount of money being bet, right? But, or do you ever think to yourself, boy, this line's moving in this way, and there's no reason for, even though it's not bigger than a typical move, it just. It's bigger than it seems warranted
2: we always yeah and we always try to find reasons we'll like dig into local papers was the kid sick did he have something going on we will dig and dig and dig who bet it when did they bet it we do a lot of digging into those
0: now now that we've gone from just nevada being regulated to all the jurisdictions Does that help you? Because before, I always thought anyone that knows what they're doing would never bet these games in Nevada. Immensely helps us. Yeah, because you— So much transparency. Which is what I've always said, and I'm sure you agree, that legalization actually decreases the chance of corruption because it's a deterrent. It's so much easier to catch them. In
2: the month of November alone, there was over $3.5 billion legally wagered in the U.S. Just in November, just this past month. Mm -hmm. Uh, New Jersey alone— uh almost nine hundred million dollars last month.
0: The question is, how much of that should Maddie be paying me for all this profile he gets? <laughs> but you know, he deserves it because he's a hell of a guest on the show. I need to
2: get a little more of it myself on the all the money going around in this sports betting space.
0: Well, listen, that's the thing is when you build I mean, to me, if the if the industry's trending up and you build a good company. It might you might not know when it's going to be, but it's it's always going to work out. Yeah, you just you know? want
2: to be in the harbor. Rising tide raises all ships.
0: Yeah. Mackenzie, one percent integrity fee. What is it? Two years ago? What are you talking about?
3: Well, that's what the NBA wanted, which was ridiculous. Oh, was, like, th- but th- th- I was just th- wondering th- if th- if that's what you wanted. Mr. Holt. No, no. Oh, not I,
0: no, I was thinking no, I should get 1% off the top line.
2: No, it doesn't help us. We no, I, But that. I think
0: he was saying, I think Mackenzie's saying you wanted 1% taste of just the bad. To you, not to the you know leagues. Or sure.
2: <laughs> I mean, think of all the work we could do if we were getting it. All right. We are, what game are we on? At the fives, right? Well, uh, my number two is, our, we already did, Denver.
1: All right, so Denver's done. We did everyone, and and I duplicated, so I'm I'm in the clubhouse. Yeah. All right, so my Vikings was first,
0: and we're dupe dupe. Okay. Raiders
1: was my number
0: one. All right, and that's it. Yep. So what else you got? You got one game left.
2: Yep. I have my number one, which is
0: the Buffalo Bills. Whoa, you're back. And remember, number one is the lowest confidence. So think of it as a five star, four star, three star, two star, one star. It's a one star.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and lay the two and a half on the road. The 49ers, we, we're we all well aware of the situation, how banged up they are.
0: Well, remember now, let, let me jump in on that, because, again, Pro Football Focus had an interesting point. And this is a very powerful concept. Tell me if you agree with this. You know, why don't I do this? Why don't I let you do your handicap, and I'll jump in?
2: I just thought that when teams are basically out of the playoffs um, and, and so banged they? up. I guess maybe not. Five and
0: six. What's the odds right now, Mackenzie? Go ahead. Keep going.
2: Um, That you're going to get up and down performances, and it would make sense that some of those up performances would come at home against division opponents, right? And that makes a lot of sense that that would happen. Here, that's not the case. But, you know, it's a non-division game. Really doesn't mean anything for them. But Buffalo, you know, you you get this game right here and – now you could start to put some margin between you and Miami in terms of how many weeks are left and your margin to clinch that division. I think Buffalo is going to come with a big effort. We all know how good this offense is, how well coached this team is behind McDermott, and uh, I feels like this is probably one of those weeks for
3: him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh You got that, McKenzie? Yes. So as of yesterday, there was a game played today, but an AFC game probably doesn't matter. Yes, playoffs 235 plus 235. No minus 300.
0: It's a real chance for San Fran, but I I don't think it changed. I don't think they're going to be flat because Shanahan's loving the attention he's getting for these close wins with all the injuries. The point I was going to, I'm not saying, I think the bills are better than I think the bills are underrated right now. They're good. Um, All that talk about the defense and how bad the defense is. um,
2: Well, some of that was injury related. They were missing. I think all five starting cornerbacks at
0: one point this season. That's what I'm saying. If you look right now, this is um, against the run, they're bad. But against the pass, they're not. And that's what matters these days, as we've been talking about. And, I mean, the 49ers are run. See, there's a concern, Matt. So let's look at the season stats. Now, they're trending up. I agree. But against the rush, oh, this makes me kind of not like your thing. 22 in DVOA, but 31 in expected points. You know, let's say 25 will go towards DVOA. I mean, San Fran's going to run the hell out of the ball, right?
2: But sometimes when you know teams are going to run,
1: you know, I get it. Look, that's why it's a fifth pick, right?
0: What do you think on this one, Faz?
1: I lean to Buffalo, and this is a kind of a hidden, really good scheduling spot on the road. So Buffalo's only played one road game since October 26th, all right? That road game was the Hale Murray in Arizona where the Buffalo had it and they lost the game. Now they return. You want to, you
0: want to recount the play for us? Or? Now
1: they re- No. Now they return to the scene of the crime, if you will. Their very next road trip, they go back to Arizona. This game's in Arizona. Same stadium. Get to stay in the same hotel. So the routine mm-hmm. from their last road trip is identical. What about the post-traumatic stress? Oh, I think. I think the let's make amends. Here's a team that's been playing very well. This is their only loss in November. So,
0: like, if you end up getting divorced, will you go back to the site of your honeymoon, try to pick up the next girl to make amends?
1: I don't want to go there. but I. I What I'm saying is, like, I don't think you want to go back to the place of a trauma. I think it's fine considering the team's been doing really well and winning, and this is the only game they've lost in November. I think it's a great situation to basically duplicate your travel and go into Arizona, and make it right.
0: McKenzie, who is first cousins with Kyle Shanahan, and he never stops it. San Fran's defense since week five. They were blown out by Miami in that game. San Fran is number six in non-garbage time defensive EPA, number four against drop back passes, which is effectively against the pass.
2: Which isn't Josh Allen though? He's not a drop back passer.
0: Well, no, they call drop backs any time because oh. they they want scrambles and stuff to be counted as. It's not a running play. I like that. I don't think a running quarterback's a running play. I think it's a passing. Yeah. You know. And I don't know exactly. Different people do it differently when it comes to uh, if it's a design run versus a scramble. Okay, I agree. I I got to be candid with you. At three, I like San Fran here. Two and a half. Probably, yeah, it's
2: two and a half.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was it popped to three yesterday. So, I mean, I'm just saying it feels – what's the current number you'd say, Fez? Like 2.1? Got to look it up. All right. So, what we're going to do as Fez does that is we're going to go through the games that haven't been picked and quickly because there's a reason they haven't been picked. All right, Fez, whenever you're ready. Drop down to one and a half. Ooh. So, Matty Holt getting steam on his side. Yeah. The VIG. The VIG. All right. Fez – Read down five, do five star through one star just to make it official.
1: All right, so my official plays five star Chargers, four star Broncos, three star Browns, two star Falcons, one star Raiders. Five
2: star LA Rams, four star Jets, three star Texans, two star Broncos, one star Buffalo Bills.
0: Okay, number five star for me, the Browns, four the Patriots, the Genius. Three, and I'm, I don't like it as much as I did the lines. Three and a half, I like it more. And I like it more at four. And four and a half, even more. And then <laughs> the Vikings, my two-star. Raiders, which I don't like as much, the one-star. But you know what? <sighs> Three sides a week is about right. That's what makes the Super Contest so tough. Yep. But that's where the collective IQ helps. All right, let's go down. I think we got games left, right? So we talked about right, Bengals, Dolphins. Fez, I was right on that Bengals pig, baby. Let's be honest. <laughs> that, they had it the whole way. That was sweet because you know what? As much Mackenzie, pull up a little flipper. Let's see. What, what was his uh, fumble count? I know he fumbled the last play of the game, amazingly. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's give him a second here. One second. Here we go. They called him Flipper. Flipper.
1: Junior. Faster than lightning.
3: Junior. Junior.
0: Flipper Jr., he has smaller hands than Flipper.
3: It was actually the first fumble loss uh, of his career. He's played four games. First fumble lost.
0: Little Flipper?
3: Brandon Allen, yeah.
0: How many fumbles did he have? The fumbles lost don't matter. How many fumbles did he have?
3: Actually, just one. I mean, he's only played four games, but yeah.
0: Wow, Little Flipper's been holding on to the ball. (laughs) I I know his hand. Both hands. That's wild. The one play? Huh. All right. Go ahead, Steve.
1: I want to bet against both teams. You nailed it. The Bengals, very fortunate, and I was leaning their way. Well, I don't way. think they
0: were fortunate. I think they played it. Why were they fortunate? Because they
1: got a kickoff return in the first half, uh-huh. and then Daniel Jones got hurt in the second half, and Colt McCoy was bad.
0: All right, so how? what's Jones' status?
1: I believe he's going to be out next week.
0: You don't know if he's going to be out? He's got
1: a hammy. He's supposed to be out. Well,
0: what's his status? I mean, there's an official status. I'm not looking mm. for you to play doctor.
1: What's okay, his official status? Okay, I don't know his official status.
0: All right, so – but I do – listen, I get why you – the official status doesn't tell the whole story, so you dig deeper. But we do want to set the baseline of the official status. You want to pull that up? Matty, you want to tell me what you think?
2: Sorry, I missed uh, that. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. The about Jones the game – situation.
0: Yeah, well, that or the game itself where we have um, – well, I guess, yeah, if we think about Daniel Jones – For a second. That's obviously the Giants game, which we'll cover in a minute. So, Steve, you can look that up as we keep talking. They play the Seahawks. What do you think of this game? And this is the Bengals and the Dolphins.
2: So, I I mean, look, playing the Giants as a significant underdog has been profitable. They've been a covering machine the last, you know, six or seven weeks. Playing them as a favorite, not such a good idea. And if you played them as a favorite last week, you lost again. So, I like playing them as a big dog because they – you know they've been covering in that spot and it would feel like a little bit of a letdown so, so just
0: to the audience so here's what we'll do everyone had their picks and now we're running through these and and every, it's been a long you know not a long pod but so let me be clear we're going to go to keep with what maddie's saying we'll talk giant seahawks now and then next we'll talk Bengals, dolphins i'm the one that got us off on the giants because he mentioned daniel jones and i was like okay what's his and stat? Colt
1: mccoy will have the stat the start week 13. Right, he's so going to start. Colt yes. McCoy.
0: Okay. So so let's do this then. Mm. It's Giants Seahawks. The current line in the Super Contest is ten. McCoy's officially in. You were talking about the Giants as a dog. Generally good. They've covered. Well, they covered six of seven going into since he's six of eight now. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. You know, I, I feel less good about it with Colt McCoy. I mean, it's, NFC East odds up. It's a little bit hard to back. Uh, McCoy in any situation right now. I guess the only spot is you could say it's kind of a letdown for Seattle. That was a big win Monday night. But the problem is Seattle has the Jets on deck. So there's no look ahead spot here for Seattle. It's just two cakewalks in a row. In fact, Seattle plays the Giants, Jets, and Washington football team the next three weeks. So
0: my impression is Seattle's had a high intensity season. Meaning it just feels like every week. I mean, look at that division. Yeah, run me down their schedule, and Mackenzie, as you're doing things, will you um pop out? Because I want to run through the look headlines real quick too. Because I want to run through those at the end. Um, so my thought is, I think uh, I think a letdown here makes a ton of sense because once we run through the schedule, they haven't had many flat spots. you want to run
1: it? Yeah. So Atlanta, New England, Dallas, Miami. Minnesota, Arizona.
0: Minnesota was Sunday night.
1: San Fran, Buffalo. Rams, Arizona again. Jeez. At Philly, now the Giants. Which was Monday night. Yep. So yeah.
0: They're, they're, they're kind of lesser games or on national TV. I, I, I kind of like the – I mean, more I look at this, I like the Giants more than I maybe like even the Raiders at this point. So, you know, I, if, I was fl- if I could flip, I would. Any other thoughts?
1: I like the total under. We spoke about it on SOV, about how Seattle has changed their stripes, if, if you will. Here's a team that was running the ball mm. less than 40% of the time. The last two games, Seattle's run the ball over 50% of the time. Pete Carroll said, you know, remember mm-hmm. they turned that ball over seven times in two weeks, lost them both. And he said, we got to get back to being the Seahawks and – going ahead and controlling the pace of the game. And also, they, Seattle has the running backs back now. So Chris Carson's back. Carlos Hyde is back. They've got the weapons to run the ball. If you're going to bet under, you want to see running plays. I like under 48, especially with the downgrade of quarterback for the Giants going with Colt McCoy.
0: Okay, it looks like that game's been hit 46 and a half. I think the rationale is there. I think there's another rationale for the under here, which is the idea that when they were throwing the ball – A lot of turnovers from Russell Wilson. And you could see Pete Carroll. It's like the guy that doesn't want to let his daughter go do something, but the mom saying, let her. And finally she goes and she has some kind of like, you know, traumatic situation. Dad's going to lock it down at that point. It's like, I I told you I didn't want to do that. Almost like in Taken, is, (laughs) is Seattle almost lost some games and almost lost some games on these turnovers. Now they're winning, running the ball. The defense is coming around. Colin Cowherd had some good stuff from a certain point. I can't remember how far back he went. Seattle has the most sacks in the NFL. Wow. And, I mean, this is five, four, five, six games. Some, you know, real stretch. And, obviously, Jamal Adams is back. They gave away a lot for him, but he's key to them. And also Dunlap, right, from the Bengals. Now, again, I know Dunlap hurt his foot. I don't know if we have any status on that. By the way, the Giants favored right now to win the NFC East 200. Washington plus 225, Philly plus 240, Dallas 5 to 1. That is quite the crew. All right, next game. Let's go to that Dolphins, Bengals. We talked about Little Flipper. Only one fumble it looks like historically. What else you got in this game, Fence?
1: I want to bet against both teams. The Miami offense is really struggling. I know they're they've averaged 25 points per game the last five, but they're getting less than four and a half yards per play. So. Let me ask
0: you a question. If I stopped right now and restarted, would you say bet against both? You want to, would you say the same thing exactly the same again? Yes. <laughs> Let's try it just for fun. All right. Cut, cut, cut. Okay. Here we go. Steve, what do you think of this Bengals game?
1: I want to fade both. Teams here. <laughs> I want no part of that Miami offense that's putting up points, but it's just an aberration. There's no production that's producing those points They're How are they being produced? Return touchdowns. I mean, turnovers. that's been games and
0: games. Well, it's been five happen. games. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that when's the last return touchdown three games ago?
1: They haven't gotten one the last two games. So
0: what are we talking about?
1: Well, that's why they've that's lost. That's why you want to fade both well, games? Oh. Well, that's why they've only gotten 13 points, and they only got 20 points against the Jets. You know, they, they haven't gotten the return touchdown, so their production is mean, more.
0: It's hard to complain about the Jets game, right? When you cover, like, if you tripled the spread and you still cover.
1: Well, no, the defense was really good. I mean, it's the offense for Miami. I mean, I liked the Miami defense a lot. It's that offense so I just we don't want trust. To look maybe
0: under Bengals, team total? That's interesting. I think we got to do more team totals. I mean, just as batters, because you can isolate your handicap so much better. What do you think on this game, Andy?
2: You know, a lot of unknowns still. Like, who's going to start at the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? It's Wednesday. There's no... F-
0: uh, do you upgrade downgrade off that?
2: I, I actually think Fitz Magic is probably...
0: I agree.
2: Point and a half, two better.
0: Might even be more. Could but, be. but I think two, a minimum. What do you got on that?
1: I, I had him a point better when two was fully healthy. So now... With him being banged up, I think two is probably a better number.
0: All right. And, and we know it's a little flipper, though, Brandon yes. Allen. Yeah. I like him a lot more than Finley. Team
2: total will be about 15 and a half. And since he last week, that was the only touchdown, right? Or the first touchdown, at least, was a kickoff return, 103 yards. And then the prevent defense, touchdown yeah, down 19 to 10. and then the 10. prevent, yeah.
0: All right. Let's see what else we got here. We did this game. We did that game. We did this game. We did that. We did this game. We did that. Oh, Packers, Eagles, eight and a half, pack at home. And As I said earlier, I think there's certain – or my, I might have been asking, is there certain views in expected points. In fact, I'll keep it real simple, is if you just say throw out the garbage time at 10% and then you subtract the EPA of defense from offense and get a net, is right now on that – you know fairly straightforward calculation green bay is the best team in football number 1 and for on the season number 5 by dvoa aaron rodgers is on radio kind of taking bows today i don't know it feels like a le- if, as much as i want to play green bay cuz i do like that team more than you'd think like i don't i didn't like him last year at all I, I think there's something different this year that's good but it feels like one of those fat and happy spots for Aaron Rodgers.
1: It does feel like that. And I want to bet on Philly and I just I just can't get there. I get it. They got the Hail Mary cover, but I'm talking about Carson Wentz. The team well, they covered the clothes. Yes. The yeah. team chemistry just looks so bad as he keeps not performing on the field, not moving the chains. And like I said, I've used these third down I actually conversions. like the Eagles. Really? because
0: they're not going to be afraid. How often do you get an it's – it's almost like – listen, the Saints are the Saints now, but when I had San Fran plus whatever against the Saints, it was like, what, almost 10, right? Nine and a half. I'm thinking, how often do you get Shanahan and a team that this good other than the injuries? How often – I mean, Philly is a pedigree team. They're not going to be intimidated. But do the Packers – remember, the last time they played last year, Philly ran them out. Remember on Monday Night Football, they just ran oh, on yeah. him and ran on him ran. Does that motivate Green Bay or does that make it a matchup advantage for the Eagles? Which well, you one? know,
1: that matchup edge, that's a great point because that's where the Packers have trouble, right? Where you punch them in the mouth and you just keep running the ball on what can be a soft defense.
0: Maybe we go under Wentz because if they run it a bunch, he'll probably go under. And if he plays crappy, they'll probably go the only might, way-
1: And he might not play. Well, or well, at least the whole game. Yeah. He went way under his last game, right? What do you think? Yeah.
2: I don't, I don't want to back Philly. I just, I, I, I'm not even sure who's going to play quarterback there. At some point, they have to make a change. They're now. To uh, who, hurt? they got to do something. You're 3-7-1. and one. I mean, this team is, is so far below expectation.
0: Below 500 since the Super Bowl win.
2: Yeah. It's just not good, and I don't. I think that it's starting to fall to pieces there.
0: If you look at Philly right now, football outside is 27. Expected points, my concoction, 24. If you look at offense, 30 and 29 in the two metrics. Jeez.
2: Yeah, it's bad. And if not for that Hail Mary, it looks like another blowout again last week with Wentz throwing more interceptions.
0: Huh. Look at that. All right. I think it's, now I think about it, if you like Philly, you play the money line. Sure, why not? Because the mean, they're not going to be afraid late. Like, I mean, they, 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 you know, they're pretty – actually, you think about it, it's funny because they played they, – they, they had a two-point conversion away from Baltimore. Now, that's when Baltimore started to slide, but they, that was the first game they started to slide, if I remember, because that was the game after Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken, and though they lost that game, Baltimore outplayed Pittsburgh other than turnovers, right? But then Philly almost beat the Steelers.
1: Yeah, that's right. And they they, they went, missed a field goal to go ahead, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so like four minutes to play and then. Either way, it was yeah. a tight game yeah. at the end.
0: And then if I remember right, they beat the 49ers on the road.
1: Yeah. They did.
0: So, I mean, this is a team that that, that they seemed. I mean, I could see them getting blown out. But the combination that they're still in the division, they got that. Pet, I think it's a money line play. Though. Plus
1: 350. Is that
0: right? Huh. All right. We're almost done. Uh, McKenzie you want to print out those lines yep they're in the printer oh thank you bud all right Patriots we did Chiefs we did Bills we did Steelers Washington and then Ravens Cowboys but we don't like either game so just give me one one or two things per game Fez and let's go Pittsburgh favored by seven and a half they just won today and did not cover though uh, at least the late number
1: you know unprecedented bad schedule spot where teams had all these distractions the Steelers now they got to play a team, Washington, that's got, what, 11 days to prepare for this game since they played on Thanksgiving. So huge scheduling edge for Washington. But that's why the line is so light compared to what it would be. Power Pittsburgh games. at
0: home, only seven and a half. Remember, since he was like seven against them and everyone was like, oh, Cincy he with Burrow, this is a very cheap line.
2: I agree. I'm worried about the loss of Pouncey, you know, losing your starting center is never going to help. So I don't like the idea that he won't be back for that game. And then when th- so what's his status? He has COVID. He's oh, he okay, he, he was out today because he's oh, just wow. recently I didn't tested that. positive for COVID.
0: Oh my gosh. They're saying, Bud the pre ACL. Oh man. Devin Bush. Oh, that's that's not good. So
2: I just feel like between COVID and some of the defensive injuries, this isn't a great spot for Pittsburgh on short rest. You know, playing Wednesday and then coming. So for me, it'd be Washington or pass.
0: But I will tell you this: this is certainly a situation where it's being accounted for. The Agreed. bad spot. Yeah, that's why I think we all pass. Yeah. No, nope. I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't want you know people listening to miss here. Ravens last game. Ravens Cowboys. Ravens at home, nine and a half.
1: You know, I got to be Tuesday honest. Game. This is a Tuesday game, and with Baltimore playing today, I just have not done That's my work point. on
0: this. The, to me, here's the question: Where's Dallas's head? All right, they lost on Thanksgiving. They got embarrassed. Are they coming back strong, or are they giving up? Number two, Baltimore. They are on the outside looking in in the playoffs now. Does that inspire them, or are they flat, figuring they can beat this team anyway? And they're, they're going to be, you know, in a way... um and who plays? Depressed. Oh, that's an open question for sure, yeah. right? Boy, then making that game Tuesday, though, means for the... They're su-
2: trying to get some people back.
0: For the Super Contest, so if they delay it one day, okay. it will it, be a no play yes. or it will be a loss. Yeah. For both, both sides. All right, let's do the guess the lines, see if we want to play anything. And I just got feeling... Um. And guys, I, don't be... I think one thing we should do... It's kind of rattle off your factors, meaning that as you're thinking about it, say, okay, this is the third row, you know, that way it'll be more interesting. But two, it might trigger something in Matty that helps him come up with the line. So first up, Arizona at the Giants.
1: So who's going to quarterback for the Giants? Is Daniel Jones going to be back with that hammy?
0: Yeah, I tell you, the way the reports came out, it felt like multiple weeks, just the way they were saying it. So my guess is, I would say no, but I'm not sure. So
1: Arizona's about six points better than the Giants. They have to fly all the way across the country. I don't know about Murray's health. I'll, I'll bet Arizona minus four.
0: All right, so you were saying it's six points better than the Giants if it's Colt McCoy.
1: Yes. So I'll make it four with, with home field and bad travel for Arizona. Okay. Uh,
2: uh, I think it's like Arizona three. The Giants have been a sexy bet the
0: last few weeks. They covered six of eight. Yeah. Line is three. Arizona three. No bet there for us. Atlanta at the Chargers. Two of the most under these are the this is probably the best game with like six collective wins or whatever.
1: Wow, who's going to be favored? Uh Atlanta's just slightly better. They got to go all, all the way across the country. Chargers minus one. So it's a pick 'em against the Patriots. And I think
2: Atlanta is better than the Patriots. So I'd say Atlanta won.
0: Split the difference. Pick 'em. Uh yeah. All right, uh, Dallas at Cincinnati.
1: Oof, oofah. Wow, the Andy Dalton specialty. Well, um, oh, that's
0: that's interesting.
1: Let me see. Dallas at Cincinnati. Dallas is a lot better right now than Cincinnati with little flipper. Dallas minus 3.25. A lot better. I'd say Dallas, one and a half.
0: Dallas, three and a half. On
2: the road. Yeah. Wow. All
0: right, Denver at Carolina.
2: Uh, even though they're going to play Tuesday, and that'll end up being a short, you know what? That line will move because they're going to have to play late, and it, 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 they'll get mm. beat up, and it'll yeah, be a short week. A that line might be, if you like Cincy at all, you wait, you, you take it now because that line won't be three and a half.
0: I thought you said it's going to move. It's going. Oh, you're saying
1: it's going it's to go down, cause it's gonna Dallas go down gonna because Dallas is going to play the Tuesday. Spot, the spot's really bad. So for now they're going
2: to. It's going to be the Cowboys coming in on short rest. That's
1: that's grow. strong. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So let's think
0: about this. So you're saying if you reevaluated, you would say what should the line be? Two point seven five. Yeah. So do we take the three and a half?
2: Yeah, we do. I, I think we do as well.
0: All right. So what, what's the limit on that? Uh, this is uh, this is from Westgate. Yes, sir. Mackenzie. All right. Let's fire on that. So we got now next game. I'll take. I don't know. I I, I don't mind Brandon Allen actually. That's the weird thing. I, like something about him. I think he's better. But I know he's better. He's
2: better than the old NC State kid. Oh, had last his year.
0: boy. He's got his teeth. You're. I think you bought all the ball heads, right? Yeah. <laughs> Finley. I'm the only one.
1: All right. Denver at Carolina. We're gonna have Carolina significantly better. Carolina minus five and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what
2: I think?
0: There's still a bunch of... Remember now, they're playing Kansas City, so it's going to be hard for them to look... I mean, there's a chance they could get crushed. I I know you like Denver, but i I was
2: thinking the other way. Carolina could be getting McCaffrey back and still not be dead for the... No, they're dead for the
0: playoffs. They're dead, but I tell you, they've got a fire about that. Yeah.
2: I don't know, four and a half?
0: It's four. Hmm. I kind of like that. I like Carolina. I mean, I don't. I mean, could could that really go down? Doesn't seem like it. Like, could you see three in Carolina at home? No. Remember, Carolina—they're just plus three at Minnesota. That's what I'm saying. So, so and if
2: McCaffrey does come back, they could get a little boost.
0: I mean, think about that a second. Plus three at Minnesota means that Minnesota is only a smidge better than them, right? Yeah. And now we're saying that that Carolina is only a smidge better than Denver, or a smidge and a half. So that means four is a
2: little more than a
0: smidge. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Especially without home field. Still I like that. You wanna check, you wanna check the uh far away plays? Yeah. Cause it's three and a half, I think I'd play this. Maybe. All right. As Fez does that, we'll go to Maddie first. Green Bay at Detroit. hmm
2: Oh uh, Green Bay seven, six and a half, seven. seven. I guess it has to be seven. Yeah. Seven and a half
1: seven and a half
0: yeah oh wow that's interesting because it's funny they take what you got
1: it's only at Westgate that's the only place that has it up right now that's rare most places there are a few other places dealing most of the other games
0: what do you think of this Green Bay Detroit
1: it's the games at Detroit yes Green Bay's got to be north of seven Green Bay minus eight
0: Seven and a half. So we're right in Ranger. Houston at Chicago. Wow. You want to talk about this? is? Mm. And
2: again, we talked about not knowing who Houston is without Fuller. Mm-hmm.
1: We're still looking at Houston. Clear favorite. uh Three or just just south of three. I'll go three. Wow. Houston must I think
2: we're way off because I was thinking pick them.
0: Well, you guys are splitting the difference. It's one and a half. Mm. Houston oh, favorite. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I, this seems like the game where there's so much uncertainty, right? If I could see just how Fuller or, or how Watson stats, right? Yeah. Like somehow yeah. in the future. And if I could see it's. I think there's a chance Chicago's just giving up on the year. And I mean, cause they did look like they gave up, but I mean, it was against the rival Packers. Yeah. I mean, if I just saw a, a series of each of these teams, I'd be so inclined to wonder about Houston here. If, if it went the way, you know, of them being okay without fuller. Okay. Indianapolis at the Raiders. Now, this is interesting. Ooh, this is interesting.
1: Whoa. Go ahead. So Indy's got to be favored. Clearly less than three. Indy minus one and one and a half. Yeah.
2: So the Raiders, yeah, it's the, they were three. Oh, yeah, I think
0: it's Indy three. Any two-and-a-half? You guys are – this is like Price is Right, baby. All right, uh, four or five games left. Kansas City at Miami. How much respect do
1: the Dolphins get? Is it six-and-a-half or seven? I'll go 6.75, I Kansas City. I think
2: it was six-and-a-half two weeks ago, but I think now that two is kind of a flop-out for now with his injuries and Fitzpatrick never gets as much of the line. I'll say eight.
0: Seven-and-a-half. That's interesting. Okay, I, I, if I think does Kansas City take Miami seriously? Thinking, especially if it's two. You know what's wild? Now I think about this against Fitzpatrick. I like, I like Miami. Not only do I think he's a little bit better, but I think that Mahomes won't be motivated. Yeah, if he's going against Tua, who in theory is a guy looking to supplant him, looking to be. A young gun, he'll want to, like, put his face in the dirt. And
2: that Jets win doesn't seem like it was meaningful on paper for Miami, but it pretty much solidified them in a playoff spot.
0: Which is good, right? Yeah, the that's right. Stay motivated. Yeah. All right, Minnesota at Tampa. Tampa uh, Tom. Tampa 7. Less. Tampa 6. 6. 6 it is. You guys are sharp at this. New Orleans at Philly. Oh, Philly. <laughs> So Taysom Hill's still there in theory?
2: So what was it? it was Seattle was five and a half, went up to six and a half. So New Orleans has to be even higher than that. Six and a half? Nah, five and a quarter.
0: Six and a half. Really? Okay. How could they be less than Seattle if they're better? Than I don't them? think you understand how good New Orleans is, Steve. Yeah. I, I really don't. <laughs> you got to dig into that, th- yep. those box scores. All right. New Ang- or New England at the Rams. Oops. Super Bowl rematch.
2: Rams
0: five and a half, not enough. Six and a half, Steve. You you think you'd be better at handicapping the, or or your um presentations because you're fucking sharp on these lines, baby. Six and a half, it is. Mm. Jets at Seattle.
1: Well, I think the wisdom of the crowds
0: field going us. Listen, just take your rare compliment Thank and you. be happy. Seattle, Jets at Seattle. Yes.
1: Uh.
2: 13 and a half
1: 13
2: 14.25 14.5 oh wow over 14
0: Tennessee at Jacksonville
1: Tennessee seven well we've got to go north of that we're gonna go wow can't be 10, seven and so... a half yeah nine nine
0: and a half I don't want to play guess the line on the road yeah wow. last game this is a neutral field in Arizona Washington, San Fran.
2: They already announced that this far out that it's gonna be that's gonna be played in Arizona Rest of the as well. Year, yeah. I
0: think I yeah. I, well, I think the last game may not.
2: Oh There really? was like a mm. conflict. One of them. They're both.
0: No, I think the driver is that there's a no contact policy. Like it's it's a government mandate, I guess. Oh.
1: San Fran minus four. It's four. Bing, Bing, Bing. It's
0: Bez, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we just got wins. the we got the one bet. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, starting next week, Maddie. I mean, you spend most. You were talking about before the show, most your time, handy or looking at college because most of your uh, U.S. Clients. Integrity clients are college. Yeah, yeah. So next week we'll start talking, just you know, five minutes on the playoff and stuff like that. Sure. All right, guys, good show. Talk to you next week. <laughs>